Welcome to Blurds Are Us with your host Ace and Big T. Hi there guys, uh, welcome to episode 73, take two. Yes, <laughs> uh, we're back, deja vu, unfortunately, a glitch I'm in the matrix. Definitely going to have to get a new laptop, not get a new laptop, I'm definitely going to have to get my laptop taken to one of my IT people and get them sweat out because... Either there's a problem with the fan or there's a problem with the battery. Yeah. So if it's not connected in properly, it just cuts out and dies. Yeah. So that's what happened to my laptop. Yeah. So all that stuff that we just had talked about, we're gonna have to talk about it again. Yeah. So <laughs> on today's episode, the two movies we're talking about is luckily we didn't do a whole forty minute section this time. Yeah, I don't think we'll, yeah we weren't that far in. Um, we're gonna be talking about searching. Yeah. And Christopher Robin. Yes. Um, but before we get into that, we're just going to discuss what we've been up to since we last recorded. So, Big T, would you like to tell us again what you've done? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll keep it brief this time. Um, we, I actually have been up to something this week. Um, thanks for your shout out. You gave me the hookup. You gave me the link. Um, I was just saying, we're actually using our limit. So it's we full are. Potential. We're using it to its full potential. In the last... Uh, well, in one day, I booked five. Five? Five. I thought it was only four. Was it four? I was, was searching King of Thieves. Uh, unscreen. Early early screening of Yardi. Yeah. Yeah. With a Q&A. Early screening of Searching. searching. Uh, early mystery unseen movie, which we will be reviewing next episode. Yeah, but we see. don't know what it's going to be, so... That's a little little thing to look little forward tease. to. Um, well, I said I book, and I booked um, King of Thieves. Oh yeah, King of Thieves, but that's not for, that's like not for another month. I don't think that's still later. But then we also saw um, Spy 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 oh, Who Done Me. Yeah, that was who, an early. Day. That was an early, but that's another one we saw. Christopher Robin was another yeah. one we saw. So that's six. Um, and then we're going to be going and seeing another movie on Monday. So that's going to be in six days. A lot of films. <laughs> in six days, I would have seen seven movies. Three of them are early. One of them with a Q&A from the director. And I paid nothing. Not a single penny. One monthly subscription. Yeah, yeah. But imagine if I had to pay for all of that. That's like a hundred uh, pounds right there. Yeah, that's too much money. Mm. More money than I'll be willing to pay. Anyway, so I went to um, a showing of Yardi, an early showing, not as early as the one you got to see. Yeah, I with got your to see f- on the twenty, like the second of June. Mm-hmm. Went to the London Sundance Film Festival. Yes, yes. So we know about I'm, you. I'm trying, man. You know, the Sundance Film Festival. Know, yes. Do you know? Do you know what? Yeah, I only managed to see it because I was half asleep here, and mm. girl was like, "Oh, do you want to come to with me tomorrow?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got this film that I'm seeing like early." Mm. I was like, in my sleep, I read, really didn't it? Mm. What she told me the next That's day? That's fine, Del. I don't want to come. That's what? fine. Just, you know. What she told it. me the next day? She's like, yeah, we're going to see this film by Idris Elba. I was like, mm. this film had better be good. <laughs> I, was, I do not re- remember agreeing to it. She's like, yeah, mm. you agreed in your sleep. I was like, God damn it. Don't talk to me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> um, but but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so I went to see it. Um, it was, I went to the Odeon in Streatham. It was one of 200 um, cinemas, uh, synchronized showing the same screen. Um, it had a live, um, it was more than just a Q&A, it was like a celebration of Jamaican culture and heritage as well. 
because before they showed the movie, it was like a little introduction. I think it was hosted by uh, BBC One Extra. Okay. Um, and the actual event itself was put on by a group called Massive. Um, big up massive. Big up massive. Yep. If you look up the um, pictures I dropped on Facebook. So that um, means you have to follow us on Facebook. Like, yeah. us. You can see uh, the picture I put about the Q&A had all the links to their website and their hashtags and shit. So look up massive and shout out to one extra. Um, in the Q&A, I recorded the audio for the Q&A, which will be Drop dropping. It's own little feed. A little bonus, like the Spike Lee one. Um, yep. Again, it had before the showing of the film, they did a little bit, which had um, a live performance by someone called Kojo Funds. I wasn't aware of him. I thought he might be Ace's cousin. <laughs> but <laughs> um, he performed three songs. It was funny because in the actual screening, uh, we're all there to, to see Idris Elba. We're there to watch the film, innit? Mm. And this is going on before the film. So this guy who no one knows comes up, starts singing this song. Shout bit like big ups to him. The songs are all right. Look up Kojo Funds. He's all right. Um, he calls his style of music African swing, mm. um, and he played his one song. Everyone clapped. Like you'll be able to hear it in the audio. Uh, he's then he starts doing a second song, and everyone's like, okay, two songs. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> this is a two song. And then it finished, everyone gave a clap as well, like, okay, let's get yeah, this started now. Well, let's Start singing a third song. Uh, and by then, people were losing it. Like, people, you can hear in the, in the audio a little bit, people start chatting. And, <laughs> and then by the time he finished his first song, there was no clapping. Yeah. Everyone was just like, we're not clapping because that makes you think we want you to do more. No, like, no, it's we, not an encore every no, time. We want like, you to stop. Go, right? we were done, innit? Uh, so then he was done. Um, there was also, they showed the exclusive. Um, Oh, look, it's, sorry, we've got a TV on and you are these trailers playing. We need to stop having the TV on when we record because <laughs> people listening to this is going to sound random. Yeah, um, but, um, Did your dog just sneeze? Yeah, it oh, sneezes, dog sneeze. Um, there was a, oh, Skip Marley, who's Bob Marley's grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a cover of one of Bob Marley's old songs. Um, it's called Frank, Frankie, Johnny Was. Okay. Uh, yeah Johnny was um, and that is a song that features in the film uh, so they played the premiere of the music video for that which was just him sitting in the studio playing the guitar with a mic so it wasn't really a music video yeah. but anyway uh, he recorded a personal message as well for the audience for the event um, so if you're interested in that have a listen there's a lot of good songs a lot of good talk then they showed the movie which I couldn't record the audio to that sorry <laughs> I had to stop then uh, but then afterwards there was the actual Q&A with Idris Elba um, a few spoilers in the stuff they say because obviously they're talking to an audience who had just seen the just film um, why do you keep clicking oh, are you playing it. games <laughs> yeah you little fiend <laughs> uh, no wonder I can't see the screen um, so yeah it was a nice little event uh, yeah like I said minor spoilers in the Q&A but if you don't mind and you want to listen to it have a listen if not wait till it comes out and you've seen it come and back and listen because it's it. interesting it just Elba like talks about a film and all the actors and I learned a lot like um, a couple of the actors I didn't know uh, had Jamaican heritage so like even the, the white guy in the film had like a Jamaican granddad or something like that Okay. so he was um, honoured to play the role and be involved especially because his most famous role is playing um, a racist in This Is England. Have you seen This Is England? No. 
it's set in like the the 80s I think or the or the 70s actually yeah and um it's like about the English late 70s about England and how all the white guys used to love reggae and shit but hated black people at the same time so it didn't make sense <laughs> um, I think. and yeah the guy that the, the white guy in Yardy plays um, just one racist dude in this film and he beats up a black guy in it so it's a very like iconic and like moving scene Yeah. Um, so that's his most iconic thing so he thought to be able to play this role and kind of redeem himself. redeem himself in the culture he, he, he was blessed for the opportunity um, but yeah so guys listen to the Q&A it's very interesting um, about the film itself I really liked it uh, it was like Jamaican Scarface for his for his directional debut yeah it, yeah. it did not the, the quality did did not lack in it nah it was very well done um, like obviously it's a different kind of movie but it was on par like the Zack Snyder's, the Spielberg, because of mm. how it was shot, the music, the locations that were used, mm. um, the the storyline, the story itself was really done well. Obviously, it's based on the book, so obviously not that much work to do as long as you follow the book to a certain extent. Mm. But um, I really enjoyed it. I think I gave it a free piece. When I initially watched it. Um, I have to see it again before so I can. Oh yeah, so we're gonna see it. Movie, again. The movie you see twice. Isn't it? Mm, I'm gonna see obviously, it again. at that time, I. Um, I was about to watch Christopher Robin because mm. I finished work late so I couldn't make the advanced screening mm-hmm. like I said I wasn't too like upset about it because I had previously seen the movie already yeah humble bro we know <laughs> in June so at the Sundance Film Festival you but um, while I was like in the foyer I just like talking to some people a couple of that ladies came out. They weren't too impressed that the, the film was called Yardy, mm. and um, you know, because like Yardy's like a negative connotation for the Caribbean people. Yeah, and, I hear um, that. She but was like, she wasn't impressed that I think a lot of actors that were in it were of Af- African descent. Mm. Um, which that surprised me because I actually just thought that all the actors were like from Caribbean descent. Mm. To be honest, it's obviously to be about the Caribbean. Mm. But then it boiled down to the thing there, yeah, like we always say, like. It's acting. Yeah, exactly. They're desperate for the job. They let them act the job in it. Like there was some good like Jamaican performers in there. Like the 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 main female lead, um, Dee's woman, the real Jamaican woman. Yeah. Um, she was a Jama- She's from Jamaica. Apparently, this is her first feature movie. Um, she did like theater and stuff. So yeah. theater. Um, theater. Yes. Um, but yeah, the the title Yardy again. Um, Idris Elba in the Q&A when you listen to it he talks about the title of the movie and contemplated naming it different things um, I don't know what the name of the book is but he was he said something about naming it um, nine. nine Nights Yeah. because of the whole you have to wait nine nights for the nine celebration, celebration of, of the, the passing so um, that was interesting yeah. um, and um, like I said earlier you possibly wouldn't have been able to call it Nine Nights because there's a theatre production that's actually called Nine Nights. Yes. So I'm guessing they would have run into like some kind of um, some kind of copyright infringement mm. or, or something along those lines. Mm. Um, oh, Ace going to Sundance and the theatre. Yeah, man. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's a good play. I think it was... Since you've got a girlfriend, you've got a little sophisticated <laughs> and shit. <laughs> uh, I think it was... Either, she's taming you, bro. Yeah, she's, 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 she's not taming she, um, <laughs> I think it was like the, either the young Vic or the old Vic. Um, the Queen Vic. Nah, I said that last time, yeah, and there's no way I wasn't saying that again. It's still funny. <laughs> uh, no, not Eastenders. Um, 
But yeah, no, um, it was the nine night was really good. This movie mm. was really good. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what he's gonna direct next to it because he's one of those guys. That I don't think he's 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 down to like direct the same kind of style. Well, it's interesting you ask again. Oh, he actually said it this time in the Q and A. Yeah. Um, he well, first of all, without trying, without spoiling anything about the story. Hold on a second. I just remembered. Hold on. Yeah. I think when I went to the Q, to to Idris Elba's thing, yeah. I think mean, I recorded a Q and A. Oh, did you? Yeah. So yeah. So if you go on our Facebook page, I want to compare what. He oh, said. you filmed it. Though, I filmed it. it, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I want to see if he said the same same kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I'm gonna go back. On, I'll go back and watch yours. And then yeah. You can I just remember. I was thinking. Wait, you're saying stuff that sounds familiar. Mm. Did he? I was like, oh yeah, we had a Q&A as well. Mm. Well, if he's talking about the same film, he'll probably oh, say yeah, similar obviously, things, isn't it? Obviously, same um, But what what he did say was, A, um, he was interested in making uh, Yardi a trilogy. Oh, okay. So again, a, a, I didn't know, but it's based on a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's more books or what, but he's looking to go into it further. Apparently, it goes not just England and Jamaica, it goes to America and like New worldwide. York and Miami and shit worldwide. Um, but also on a personal level I was going to bring this up in news but since you asked what he might be directing next um, he was talking about making his own version like an adaption of The Hunchback of Notre Dame okay yeah he said he was very interested in telling that story and the um, kind of twist he was going to put on it was that he's going to be focusing more on the um, the aspect of the fact that he was just a deformed, like he was just a disabled person yeah. in a time where they didn't understand it. Do you know what I mean? Okay, that makes so sense. So he's looking to put his own spin on it, but that's what he said was, he was very, int- he seemed very passionate at talking about it, like I that's did. the next project he wants to do. Do you know, the Hunchback of Notre Dame is not one that I remember to do. Oh man, it's one of my favourite Disney movies. Uh, I don't think I've seen it. It is a it. big movie, bruv. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and have a look. Of at all the Disney movies, it's, pro- it's probably the one you'll appreciate, you'll enjoy the most watching back as an adult. Hmm, because it's got a lot of adult themes and it's uh, deep and the music have, is sick. I have to add that to the list. Yeah. But if so, yeah, I have so seen it, I haven't seen it again since I was a child. Mm. But you know the story of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, it's a yeah. classic story anyway. Yeah. So he's, yeah, that's what he's looking to do next. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, well, well, like what I said, I've been up to is um, I've been catching up on uh, the Purge franchise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the after watching the first Purge, it really got me interested in watching the rest. Um, I watched the Purge, which was the home invasion one, it was nowhere near as scary as I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next up on the list that I watched was um, Anarchy, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd give this a free piece as well. Um, it's just as good as the first one, but I do prefer the first one more. Um, I know that this one had a lot more action in it, but like, the psych about just the home invasion and then the dad just being like, just trying to protect his family mm. and all that just like gave it a little bit more pizzazz maybe? Not, maybe not pizzazz is the right word, but... Well, it was more of a personal story. The yeah, I, I just enjoyed that more. Um, with this next one, it was good. But then I was just like, hmm. There were certain bits of it that I, I wasn't really a fan of. Like, not a fan of, yeah, but it just seemed a little bit unnecessary, innit? Like, was it because it was more racial? Yeah, it was, it was more racial. But I just like, again, with the first purge, yeah, 
um, it was the first time the purge was happening. Hmm. With the purge, it happened a couple of times, isn't it? But like, obviously something had gone wrong in it, and the and the child was a bit just been a bit dumb in it. Hmm. Yeah, but in this one, yeah, the purge has been happening for a while. Yeah, hmm. why would you even risk like being outside when the purge is happening? Like, if 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 I knew, yeah, the purge started at six, yeah, hmm. and it t- it would take me an hour to get home, innit? Yeah, I'm leaving wherever I'm leaving at four o'clock. Mm. Yeah, I'm giving myself two <laughs> hours. Yeah, to get home and safe. Yeah, before the purge occurs, I'm not ramping whatsoever. Yeah, like, it's true. Are you're you not mad? getting caught in the purge. No, are you? Ah, oh. and then to get caught, and then I, I, what I did like though when um she was like um the one the the white girl the the, the couple in it. Mm wasn't down to purge at all. Like they were just trying to get home, trying to get safe, like just trying to do their thing, innit? Mm. And then right at the end, yeah, like when like her partner died, even though they were like about to get a divorce or whatever, like, but he had like saved her and like kept her alive during the purge. The, the fact that he died, she mm. was like, F it, I want to purge now. <laughs> like yeah. these people that have just killed my partner, yeah. I'm going to F as many of them as possible. So um, I did find that kind of music. Um, I was just saying as well, like I'm proud of Blumhouse. Like obviously, I don't know them; they don't know me yet. But <laughs> it's the fact that a studio that only spends like five to ten million on a movie on a movie mm. and do it so well yeah. and get such a huge return on their movies, mm. like um, the Purge, the one that's the Home Invasion, that had a budget of three million dollars. And it made eighty nine million worldwide. Um, the first purge which I just recently watched, that had a budget of thirty million, thirty so one free, and made a hundred thirty two million worldwide. Mm. That's like each time they just make like I don't know four hundred percent like increase yeah. in their budget. And the purge anarchy, which is the most recent one, one I watched, is nine million dollars, mm. one hundred and eleven million. Like that absolutely crazy. Mm. Like you know, yeah, that you're getting paid when you do one of these movies. Yeah. You know, you're generally spending low budget, and you're maximizing your profit. And, and that's for, for movies that cost like like it's very low budget. Yeah, mm. it's done really well. Yeah, like action scenes on point. The guns yeah. look real. When people die and get murked, it looks realistic. It doesn't yeah. look fake. True, but then like again. They're very clever with like the locations they use. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, like the amount of effects they need. Do you know what I mean? They're very simple. Like with the purge, it was all in the one house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was very clever. Of, uh, outdoor uh, shots. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not much, enough. So they're they're very clever with how they use their budget more than anything, and they don't make like Marvel money. They're not making the biggest amount of money. Oh yeah, they're not making. They're not making billion, billions or even their like, profit. Their profit is mad. Though. Yeah, their profit is so, mad because their budgets are so low, isn't it? And it's like like I said, if they made a movie for nine million uh, and then you get ninety million back, that's like what nine hundred percent. As a hundred is a more than a hundred percent. A lot. It's well, a lot. How are you moving the mic <laughs> when you've actually got a table to put it on the stand? <laughs> You're so clumsy, man. Um, but yeah, no, that Blumhouse are doing their thing, man. They're 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 really good. They're the marvels of the indie 
low budget. Do you mm. know what I mean? And they don't just do horrors. I can't remember what film it was we watched, but it might have even been Klansman or something as random as that. That was a Blumhouse film. The one that surprised me because it was Spike Lee and mm. it was produced by um, Jordan Peele. Mm. So it wouldn't because I think it was Gals was Blumhouse as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's man, got, they're, he's got they're doing their thing. Um, so a little bit of bad news. Well, yeah, bad news. Like while my laptop went into absolute meltdown, mm-hmm. uh, Dale actually sent me a text message over him and I was confused. I was just like, oh, deadly shoot at Madden tournament. And then, like when I clicked on it, I realized like literally it just happened. Didn't it? Mm. Obviously, it's in Florida where Aaron and Keith are from, so I was like, just checking with them to make sure that that like they didn't have. Not that I expected them to be at the, this event because they're not really sports gamers. Like yeah. I had been in Florida and this was going down, I would have been there mm. because uh, I just love I love watching. I, I haven't played Madden in a long time, yeah. like religiously and that, but I love playing Madden. I love American football. And even like when they used to have the FIFA tournaments down here, yeah. I used to go to them. Um, so again, if I, if I had been in that state, it would have been one that I went to. And, um, it's still early days, so everything I'm about to say is speculation. But um, the rumours are that um, one of the contestants supposedly lost and came back and was pissed and just came out shot out of place. Oh my God. Because... Remember what I remember last time? Oh, it's a lot of money, isn't it? Remember what we were talking about last time? Um, mm. Young Kev won the thing. Yeah. And he won, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So it is peak, isn't it? Mm. And um, people people will shoot up people over a game of FIFA anyway. Yeah. When there's no money yeah. like, online. Like, people switch and, like, what's it called when you rage quit and shit? Yeah. So imagine when there's big money on the line. But, like, I don't, I don't want to play the audio because obviously that's something about sensitive, but you heard the gunshots and you heard the screams and you heard mm. one guy's like, oh my gosh, like, what have I just been shot with? Like, it's very peak. So 11 injured and four have been probably dead at the moment. Um, well, like, what kind of gun was he shooting with? I don't know. No, but like, was it automatic or was it... It didn't sound like an automatic. <laughs> it did, no, it didn't sound automatic. It could sound like... I don't know, maybe semi-mac. Semi mm. It wasn't like, <laughs> like bare, innit? But, um, was it like the Vegas thing? Nah, it wasn't like the Vegas thing. But preliminary reports suggest four killed and seven wounded. That's mad. Um, it's just really, really sad that this has happened because, like, again, no, as nerds, we're, like, coming into the, into the frame and coming into, like, was for the public eye mm-hmm. and then for like you've had the Kelly Marie trying stuff what, what about it uh, why do you have like five remotes for one TV because we keep swapping between, we're playing Sky and Virgin <laughs> yeah. we keep swapping them because like we'll go to one and then the other one will offer us oh we see you've left us and gone to the enemy yeah. we'll offer you 10% discount so then we'll go to them and then Virgin will come and be like oh we'll offer you 20 so we'll go to them and then Sky will be like we'll offer you 30 we got to the point where we're paying like 50p a month for like the top internet, top phone, oh, top, that is top TV. Why didn't they do, okay, well, I just leave. I just don't, yeah. I just left. No, I we've just, been playing them back and I forth just, for years. I, just, okay, I was just like, I'm paying this month for Sky Sports, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, I'm playing it now. I can't even find it to stop it. 
Um, but yeah, um, it sucks, man. Because like I said, nerds are like doing well for themselves. We're getting more on the forefront of of society and that. Uh, mm. These things keep happening. Yeah. Especially if it is turns out that like, someone was just a sore loser and then just got vexed and went, ran home, got his gun and just came and shot at the place. Yeah, that's stupid. Very bad, man. There's a lot of money though, so I can, I can understand it. And like I said, gamers switch over dumb things anyway. So I can I can I can see that happening. Not that I agree with it, and it is tragic, but I can see it happening. That's so bad. Yeah. So terrible, man. Bad. And like, this is not like some shady. This is like a proper EA tournament. Mm. Like it's sponsored. Um, like the, 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 the last final, uh, like I said, um, Young Kid was there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you got Baby Yeah. Um. Young Kiv was there and um, Juju Smith was there as well. Mm. So um, I want to find out if yeah, like he fun. was commentating at this one. Mm. Um, but I think that's pretty much wraps up for our week. My laptop is still connected and still charging, so yeah. it's not gonna disconnect. No. Um, oh, Logan Paul and KSI boxing match. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> why did you remember that? Okay, I just looked at my notes. Yeah, alright, yeah. So they had a dumb boxing match and they got a bunch of money and no one cares. Moving on. 150 million <laughs> between the two of them. That's like 75 mil each, man. That is a fuck ton of money. Who wants to see a lot of people? There were 20,000 people at the Manchester Arena. Yeah. And the first of those draw, which means the rematch is going to be held in America. And that means that America's a much bigger country than the UK. So that means that the next match, as long as people aren't bored of it, it's probably going to generate them even more money. I'd watch Mayweather McGregor too before I watch KSI <laughs> fucking bullshit too. I'm not going to lie. I was intrigued to watch the first one. If we were at the cinema and I could find like an illegal... Um, free streams. I was paying virgins listening, man. You're in my house. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna pay seven pound fifty for that nonsense. No, I'm not paying to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. If I find it, I'd like to see Logan Paul get beaten up. That is all. I'd like to see them both get punched in the face, <laughs> but I'd like to see Logan Paul get beaten up. The fact that it was a draw, you said. Yeah, finish is a draw. That was six. Six. Yeah, because obviously money. Everyone should demand their money back. <laughs> Some bullshit, bro. YouTube Red, not off to a good start, mate. And we can double-click the home button anyway. The lock <laughs> button. So see, that works for some people. Let's see if it works. I'm going to see. I'm going to do it again now. It doesn't work for me. Let's see well, it happens. works until the backlight turns off and then it stops. So Ace is going on YouTube right now. I'm going on YouTube. Because we haven't got our laptop, we can't play the music. We haven't got the tablet, I mean. So advert, I can skip it away. Alright, so. This is him playing the YouTube video. Let's see. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it works! <laughs> so, yeah, wait till your backlight closes. I won't let my backlight close. So, then what's the point of putting it unlocked? The whole point of locking it is so that you can put it in your pocket and walk around. So, is there not a setting that you can just have so your backlight doesn't turn off? I guess so, but then your battery is going to be drained. So look, let, let me your backlight went off yet? No. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh. So you're the same. So he was gassing on Facebook about how it works for you, 
And you're the same as us. Oh. You waste, man. But it works. Uh, at least, as, again, it is a sense to turn off your backlight off and that. That is a that is a Maybe game that's changer. An answer, yeah. Tell that me is a man. game changer. My battery is fucking up right now, so oh. I can't afford to do that. <laughs> to have YouTube playing and the backlight constantly on. No, oh, yeah, that's nuts. Wild. Mm. Anyway, should we move on to news? Let's hit the news. Welcome to Blazerus News. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ace. Welcome to Blurred Zero's News. I go to Sundance Film Festival in the theatre. In the theatre, yes. Theatre's amazing. I bet Del loves you, man. She's trained you well. She's not trained She's taming you. you. She's you're becoming... You cannot you're, tame... You're becoming you civilised. You're becoming civilised. The beef can never be tamed. Alright, news. News. Um, let me drop some news in your face. Um, let's talk some cartoons, shall we? Alright, cartoons. Rick and Morty season 4 teaser has been dropped it's a little like weird trailer intro thing in the style of the 80s X-Men cartoon intro so you've got like the animation's different to regular Rick and Morty and they're like running about and shooting lasers and their names come up and like it looks mad Um, so that's pretty interesting check that out Um, where can I find this because I haven't seen this on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. It was, I saw it on YouTube, I think, or Facebook. Right. But let's dive in like Rick and Morty season 4 teaser. I'm sure it will come up. Right, cool, I will um, do that. But yeah, look, it's pretty cool. Um, Netflix are apparently bringing back Hey Arnold! So, it's football been, has... It's been coming back for ages. No, there was a movie... Oh, so this is actually a TV series. Netflix are bringing back a TV Did you even watch the movie? I didn't watch the movie. I didn't watch the movie. Supposedly it was then he goes to like the jungle where his parents get lost and he ends up finding them. Yeah, something like like that. that. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. Would you be watching Hey Arnold TV series? If it comes back on Netflix and it's good, I might. Speaking of Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Um, I started Disenchanted. Oh, yes. Um, this is like my late night sleep thing so I was gonna fall asleep to it anyway unless it was like absolutely bagging this should have gone in the my week section yeah but, I know, um, but here we are. anyway episode one was okay <laughs> yeah. like I got the I got the feels of um, the Simpsons but I also got more feel like American Dad and Family Guy mm-hmm. which I didn't like yeah. because obviously I'm used to his style being one way yeah um what do you mean? Like, it's a more adult show? Yeah. Mm. And, like, a lot. some of the jokes were, like, proper, like, family guys. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, episode two is where I fell asleep. Okay. Um, but, like I said, this was late at night. I was, like, I only had it on in the background to fall asleep to in, in the first place. Mm. Um, today, while I was at work, I did start listening to the most recent episode of um, PCR, and they talk about it. And... Um, Brian basically said like it's a slow watching it mm. so the first couple of episodes are really slow so not to give up on it yeah. so I'm not even going to lie like, if it wasn't for his recommendation yeah. I probably would be dropping off this because it's not great wow it's it's, it's okay but like again for something that was advertised so well and like publicised on Netflix and mm. you know what I mean I expect it to be better mm. Well, I haven't gone into it yet. I'm, I'm planning on getting into it. It's on my list. Yeah, it's on my list as well. I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm, I don't have a day off till like the weekend. Mm. And this is like the most I've worked in a long time. Mm. I'm working like nine days straight. You're working like a dog. Listen, I like need a money. Like a beast of burden. I need the money. Christmas is around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is around the corner. Yeah. I don't buy anyone presents. Oh, listen. I just buy. give them season's greetings. I, buy my, I think I buy everyone's socks. Just <laughs> keep it nice and simple. Mm. Sucks for you, sucks for you, sucks for you. It's too early to be talking about Christmas. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I have to start saving money for it now because we got Vegas to pay for soon. True. That's why, especially, no one's getting Christmas presents from me. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, disenchantment. I'm looking to get into that. What I would recommend is a show called Final Space. Oh yeah, don't actually message me that actually. It's pretty good. Uh, my brother and his friends were watching it the other day. And I caught a bit of it, and it's actually pretty good. So have you like gone back to the beginning and watched it? Yeah, and it's like um, let me add that to the list. It's thing. like Rick and Morty. It's like a space thing, and sorry, before we continue, what else? That, what did I just say? Got add to my list. So final space. Mm-hmm. What else? What else was there? Oh, we, we mentioned something. Did we? Oh well, I'll do when I listen back to the episode. You want me to remember things? Yeah, <laughs> right, good. Um. Yeah, Final Space, watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, news. So, news. There was news. Um, so, yeah, that's my cartoon stuff. Uh, speaking of TV shows, Always Sunny in Philadelphia season 13 has had a trailer drop. Okay. Uh, I am so excited about this show. This yeah. is my new favourite TV show. Thank you again, PCR. <laughs> uh, Leftover Army Facebook group. Um, so, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the characters, Mac. He looks ripped in this. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because in one of the seasons he was fat, but like the actor did it on purpose. He, oh, yeah. he put on weight for the. Well, he thought sure. it'd be funny for the character just to be fat randomly. So he just did it. He just got fat. And, and then, then now he's ripped. Yeah, okay. so now he's got a bit more jokes like that. Yeah, so that's really right. funny. Um, Dennis, one of the characters mm-hmm. at the end of last season, um, he's basically the Barney character. Like he's the, he's the one that. Barney Stinson. He's the gallus, like he moves all the guards and he's yeah. got like the Dennis system and uh-huh. he's got, he, but he's the worst. He's worse than Barney, he's worse than Joey. He's literally the worst person I've ever seen. Um, at the end of season 12, it turns out he's been living a double life and he's got a family. Okay. Like he's got a wife and kid uh-huh. that he's been keeping secret um, and he decides to go live with them for good. Uh-huh. So people were worried that Dennis wasn't going to be in the season uh-huh. and in the trailer, he's not in it he's not in the trailer so that's yeah. not looking good but his, his best friend Mac builds a, like a doll out of him but it's made out of like a sex doll because they've <laughs> you know, only got the open mouth yeah. and shit, so it's like that but he's drifted it up to to look like Dennis <coughs> looks pretty funny um, it doesn't look it wasn't hilarious like the, the advert itself did make me trailer. laugh out, the trailer itself did make me laugh out loud mm-hmm. but with Always Sunny, a lot of the humour comes from the situation and the context of what's happening. So I'm sure when I watch it, it will be just as, as good because to go 12 seasons and yeah. to have the quality not just remain the same, but maybe even get better. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what else has got 12 seasons and it's going to be its final season? What? The Big Bang Theory. Uh, <laughs> no one cares. I enjoyed the first couple of seasons. Mm, there, there, it has its moments. Yeah. But. It just annoys me that shows like The Big Bang Theory do so well, but then like great shows like The Community, uh, like Community, sorry, mm-hmm. 
like have so many problems just to get six seasons done. Do you know what I mean? So I thought it'd be bankrupt. Like I think I dropped off after like maybe season four, mm. but when I was watching it, yeah, I thought it was quality. So you dropped off at season four. I maybe and I'm, there's I'm, twelve seasons. Again, so no, also more because I, I I I say roughly. I don't remember exactly. Just yeah. purely because of. I didn't have time so I really enjoyed watching that Union. Mm. Uh, I loved the humour, I loved um, Penny, I loved was it Bernadette. Mm. Um, I liked when they introduced that girl that um, ended up being um, Sheldon's girlfriend. That other like super nerdy girl. Yeah. Amy? Oh, yeah, Amy, I thought that was that was pretty jokes. Uh, I, I just really didn't enjoy it. I, I, it was alright. Maybe didn't, you didn't get the jokes. Who? Me? Because the jokes are too smart for you. Whatever, mate. I got the jokes. There was some smart the jokes. jokes. No, they weren't. Yeah, there they was. were smart jokes. Yeah, there was. There's some sciencey jokes in there. That doesn't mean they're smart. They're smart. That, that doesn't mean smart. they're smart. Just because they're a science joke. Yeah, they probably have scientists there feeding them information. That doesn't make. I mean, it's smart. It's yeah, Amy was, scientist, on, Amy was on the scientist. She's no information. Yeah, she yeah she's got a degree and she's so a scientist and whatever. But the, the the comedy wasn't funny, man. It was like any other what? sitcom. It was like any other sitcom. It wasn't even like good sitcoms nowadays aren't great. Mm, the the best sitcom there's been recently is How I Met Your Mother, and even that hasn't aged very well. Mm. When I watched, I that, dropped off that like season. Big Bang, Big Bang. Maybe the last season of How I Met Your Mother was when I dropped off. Mm. Like when they started to introduce who the mother was. But that that was a smart show because it had continuity, it had things set up. It had a story. Do you know what I mean? It was clever. And it had Barney in it. I just loved Barney. Like with with uh, Big Bang Theory, the the problem is to me, like like I said, I like the show Community because that's got a character that's similar to Sheldon. His name's Arvid. But... I think he's a lot better and, and Dan Harmon the writer of Community mm-hmm. is a nerd isn't it like he likes all this stuff he likes movies he's a nerd isn't it Big Bang Theory is clearly a show about nerds that's not written by a nerd it's written by someone that's not a nerd do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and they can just they, they think like making a reference to Batman is being a nerd but it's not like, and that, I don't know I, it, like it. It just, it, it's not I don't know me, I, don't I disagree know. maybe you would appreciate more. Maybe depends on the situation you're watching, isn't it? Yeah. And who you're watching it with, like yeah. it's, it's how much, it's how much you enjoy it, shit like that. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, like I said, it's all right. It has its moments, but I, I don't think it's all that. I mean, we've talked about it for way too long. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna get its final season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm a fan of it. Mm. Um, I think. I, know I think I might have the box set, but again, yeah, you do. I haven't, I haven't touched the box set since it was a, it was a Christmas present for my ex. It was like one of the last things she gave mm. to me, and um, it's just been sat on my. There you go. <laughs> just, just sat there. The show can't be that good then. <laughs> <laughs> if That's you had the... a friends box set on your DVD, which I do. <laughs> have you watched them? I've watched that twice. Thank you. <laughs> that is a good show. <laughs> like, I, every now <laughs> like. I think my brother just recently did the rewatch of that. There you go. And like, whenever I got home and it's, it's, it's on, I'm just watching. I join, I sit down and watch it with him. Everyone does a rewatch of Friends. I said, when I came in today, your sister was watching Friends. Yeah, she, was watching she wasn't friend watching it. It was in the background. Yeah, but then I was watching it and I was thought that was cool. It's always in the background. When we don't know what to put on, we just, it's Friends is always on. It's a show, isn't it? Yeah. It's that show. No one's going to come back in. <laughs> like, how long has it been since Friends finished? 
like 2000, 2001. Yeah, like long time, yeah. And people are still watching Friends and going back and watching it. No one's going to be going back and watching it. <laughs> Big bang! Theory. Oh no, I think there, there will be some people no. in the generation that that will do. Do you know who likes Big Bang Theory? Young guys. People, no, people who never read comic books but like Marvel movies, like Big Bang Theory. Okay, yeah, mm. I can see where you get that from. Mm. Alright, um, so we we are in the news, right? We're in the news, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Alright, before we before we move on to the news, yeah, um, guys, like I keep asking. Leave us iTunes reviews, isn't it? Like, it makes us more visible when people type, like, pop culture, yeah. nerdy stuff that we will hopefully be one of the ones that come up, mm. not the big ones, like the weekly planet, which I still don't think they're as good as us, even though they have probably millions of downloads an episode. Yeah. But that's life. But, guys, not only can you rate us on iTunes, you can also leave us messages on SoundCloud. And on top of that, a new feature that we've only just discovered, you can like leave us a review on our Facebook page. Yeah. So we have a, a review from our boy Nino. Yeah. We have. We found him. Who, <laughs> not Nemo. Oh. Nino. Oh. Um, who I have mentioned. Ne- not me. Yes. But yeah. Not Nino. Yes. Nemo. Who I have spoken mm-hmm. about briefly before. Yeah. Um. I think it was last year's Comic Con. Yeah. Um, he was at the Comic Con and he was um, taking part in the um, the Tekken tournament that was happening. Oh, yeah. So if you want to go all the way back to episode eleven mm. and it's our MCM Comic Con review. That's right. That's when I mentioned me. Um, Nemo. I'm about to say Nemo. 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 Nemo actually works for IGN. I don't know exactly what he does for IGN, uh-huh. but he works for IGN. Do you know the funny? Speaking of that, yeah, like last week. Um, I might have said this already, yeah. but um, IGN were hiring it, and I clicked on their links, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm not qualified for any of these jobs." Oh yeah, you said, yeah, this, I said this last time. week, yeah. <laughs> but it's a shame because I would have loved it. Like, yeah, I would have been down. They said, "Yeah, you start like in two weeks. You got to come to San Francisco." <laughs> Boom! Yeah, coming. Mm-hmm. Like, how much you paying me? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get Airbnb until like my, my money's coming in properly <laughs> for like, get myself a place. I'll do that, man. Are like, you mad? Mm-hmm. Like, I know America's having this madness, but I would love to live in America. Like, again, it's something that I've never done, and so that's why I can see it all. It's fantastic and great. Mm. But, um, the grass is always greener on the other side, my friend. The, the, the grass isn't always greener. That's the saying. The grass is always greener. No, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. That's what the saying is. No, Yes. The saying is the grass is always greener on the other side. No, it's not. It is. That's the saying. The, the, the saying doesn't imply that, yes, the grass is actually greener. What that saying implies is, oh, you you always believe other people's things are better. Like, oh, yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side, isn't it? The grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. Oh, the grass is Ha! Greener. Uh, my logic is undeniable. <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side. Yes. The first the way we tend to look at others living after that we don't have in general through rose colored glasses. That's what I just said. Huh. Why do I always say the grass is always greener on the other side? Because you're not as smart as me. I'm the <laughs> smart one on this podcast. What? <laughs> that, is, that is very debatable. <laughs> I have an issue with that statement. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. The grass is always green on the other side. Yep. Yeah. 
You learn something new every day. Clearly. And not you don't learn something new every day. (laughs) The expression is you do learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. Look that one up. Are you serious? I always envy people. I know. The grass is always. Anyway. Yes. The grass is always. Ace is still learning the grasping the English language. (laughs) Yeah. My English sucks, man. Do you know what? You're actually going to be um, a right alpha and like. Nintendo magazine or PlayStation magazine. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. But then like, I saw it and they were like, oh, you need to have like at least like a B in English. <laughs> and at this point in time, like I was, I was failing. Like English is like my worst subject. Mm. Like I could speak English, but you want me to write it, <laughs> write it down? Oh Lord. Mm. I can read it. I, I read excellent. I can speak it too. But <laughs> writing and vocabulary and verbs and. Hmm. And um, pronunciations and punctuation. Yeah. Nah, I'm a shambles. Oh, that's that's why I do a podcast and not a, and not a blog. <laughs> if I did a blog, all I'll do is get feedback about how, how many spelling mistakes. mistakes. <laughs> that's jokes. Oh, man. Right, yeah, so we're on the news. Yes, um, we are in the news. So, yeah, that, that, was, that, that was on, sorry, like I said before. So, it was that from Nino and also Sam. Former did you read his message? Did I not read it? I don't think so. I just talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I say, uh, Nino said, been listening for a few months now. As a fellow nerd, they are great. For everything, films, games, TV, anime, these guys will cover it. And it also make, so it also has me smiling throughout. Humor is often spot. I guess he meant to say spot on. No, humor is often spot. That's another English expression that you don't know. Really? No! <laughs> 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 I should have let you leave thinking that I was like you'd have gone too much well humour is often spot don't want to let you like spot on do you mean what are you trying to say <laughs> oh my gosh um, oh, that's funny Sam also left us a review yeah I don't um, have that one on my phone you don't, I don't think I have that on my phone either no. um, I should go on a Facebook page oh well Sam no one cares what you had to say <laughs> I, I, will, I will find it Sam and I will review re, re, uh, I will read your review yes yes um, what I think she said actually I've got it here and this is word for word what she said uh, these sexy beasts <laughs> this is the greatest show ever known to mankind You'll never find anything greater. Oh, thanks, Sam. That was really nice. Of you. That's awesome, Sam. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, as well as leaving us reviews on iTunes and stuff like that, you can leave us a review on Facebook, can it? Yeah. So, please. Do it. Yes. Do it. Get down. That's my own source. Right, so, now you can do the news. What general, <laughs> what general news do you have for us today? Why did you laugh from my own source, nigga? <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> so we've done hell on Audrey for Morty. Um, always sunny. Did we mention here it is? Sorry, got it. Love the podcast, so funny. Ace and Big T having stitches all the time. Great vibe, great review, great content. You haven't listened yet, you need to. So, thank you for our two reviews five out of five. Mm. Bang, bang. We're doing so everyone, 100% whole chicken. If you don't, if you don't like us, if you don't like leaving a review on iTunes, mm. then. Please leave us a review on our Facebook page. Um, that will be helpful as well. And spread yes. the word. Spread the word. Share, like, and subscribe. All that stuff. And right, go back to the news. Um, we mentioned Idris Hunchback 
Maybe Speaking of Idris, and I think this is always funny how like the world works, yeah. Yeah. And I'm obviously seeing a little bit of your news, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we had all that talk about James Bond and Idris, you know, playing James Bond. Yeah. And um, the director has uh, left the product, product, the project. Mm. So due to Danny Boyle's exit, this yeah. is uh, oh Danny Boyle. This is reported by the Hollywood Reporter yeah. source. Oh, uh, Bond twenty five will no longer premiere in theaters in two thousand nineteen. Nope, ain't that a shame? Do you know why? Because Danny Boyle watched Mission Impossible Fallout and said, "Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I am not competing with this." <laughs> nope, I'm out, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, do you think Idris should direct the James Bond? Yeah, Imagine the riots and like, James Bond should be Jamaican. They're pissed that he's gonna be acting, so instead of acting, he just direct it. Huh? Instead of him acting as James Bond, mm. he should just direct. Yeah, it exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His directing skills are good, man. I think he could do a good Bond film. Right, so, need more another news article. Um, my last news article since you stole my James Bond one. Sorry. Uh, is a very very sad news. Um, anyone who is a Lazy Town fan ah oh, this hurt me yeah knows that man like Robbie Rotten uh, is going to be getting a little bit more rotten <laughs> that's horrible that's so bad <laughs> um, yeah no uh, what's his name I didn't know his name he's got a funny name yeah his middle name is Carl yeah. just know that but I'm not going to say his middle name mm. his name is Stefan Stephenson I didn't know people like that really existed where your first where your last name was your first name but with son at the end mm-hmm. like Peter Peterson or David Davidson it sounds like a fake name I'm <laughs> Stefan Stephenson his parents just did the business mm. but yeah so he died at the age of 43 man yeah man so boy sad 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 it is, it is sad man another one another victim of Thanos yeah these times are hard but you do like, I remember watching it as, like, an adult, in a sense. Like, and I wasn't really a child when I was watching it. Yeah. And it was good. Like, mm. it was a fun watch. Yeah, it was good, man. It was it was a nice little thing for kids, and it was, like, educational and all that good stuff. And this is a bit of news that I was interested in. Yeah. Um, Veronica Mars. Yes. This is a Who revival, and it's going to be starring Christian Bell, who's the original uh, Veronica Mars. What? What? Isn't Veronica Mars a woman? Yeah. How can Christian Bell be... Not Christian Bell, Kristen Bell. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said Christian Bell. No, Kristen. Oh, what? It's all right. Kirsten... Kirsten Bell. Chris... Kirst... Kirst... What? Who? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Kristen Bell. Is that the... Her. Cheetah? No. Oh, that one, the one from um, The Good Place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Veronica Mars, yeah, she's the original. I never watched that. It was awesome. I thought Christian Bell was in it, to be honest. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, I, I, I highly recommend it. Doesn't she have, what is it? She's like a, a young detective. But isn't she like a psychic or something? Like no. Doesn't she, she have powers? Like, no, she doesn't have no powers. So what does she Basically, do? Basically, her dad's like a private investigator. Yeah. And then she can't he, tell the future or nothing. No, and then so he, what's the gimmick? What's the thing? She's a young private investigator. And he she helps with his cases and stuff, and like she got involved in the madness as well. 
Watch, she I've got a box have, set. I've got a box set. Like, so if you want it, you're nothing. Like, nah, she doesn't. Uh, uh, no I think like she gets raped to like the beginning of season <laughs> one. Oh as as <laughs> not a gimmick. <laughs> as the show is going on, yeah. As well as like solving other people's cases, she's, she's trying to solve one. her own case as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, just not gimmick, but like yeah. it's part of the story. Like that's news. Yeah, that's any more news? Um, I've got comic news. Women dupes dozens of dudes into weirdest Tinder date ever. What? So this was, I think it was in America somewhere. I can't remember what state it was. Mm. Um, but basically, she just caught like she matched with those those guys mm. and arranged them for them to like meet in like Times Square, where like her friend was host, host like a DJ set, and then basically she um like set like a Hunger Games speech and was just like. All you here gathered here today to compete for my love, blah blah blah, and um, they had to like do challenges. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing whoever won at the end got to go on a date with her. Oh yeah. Um, so it's like the Bachelor. Yeah, but live action, the Bachelors. Okay. That was kind of funny, stupid, and stupid, but mm-hmm. entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've mentioned. Um, Big Bang Theory. I think I'm, I'm if the news. I haven't really been, because we haven't recorded too long ago, I haven't really been keeping my ear to the ground. Mm. Oh, I know I keep saying to guys go on Facebook here, yeah, but um, I posted this really cool picture of um, uh, Boss Log- that Boss Logic did, and he, he's done a mock-up of um, Zendaya's The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And I was I, I just laughed at it, because like, huh. like I said, every last full circle, and I was just like, oh, we've had people doing mock-ups of James Bond, like how pissed are they gonna be when they see like Zendaya play Little Mermaid? Do you think? Do you think if they make Little Mermaid black, that Sebastian will have to be like a Cockney white guy? I think to balance it out, yeah, it should. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work, though. All right, Ariel, <laughs> under the sea, mate. <laughs> under the sea, come when it's wetter, down where it's better. Take it from me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, Zendaya. She looks the part. She would. She would. She would that mock up looks good. She would do a great job. Do you mm. know what I mean? But I then, always visually, again, because Ariel was white, I always just pictured her more as Ariana Grande looking, mm. or um, to Amelia Clark. I to think be honest though, like a good Ariel. Since she, she's a Greek goddess, though, like. Because mm. she don't like Poseidon's like Randall or technically yeah. she, she should be kind of olive skinned technically anyway. Yeah, that's true. But I do like the mock up. Um, yeah, James Bond. <sighs> Alright, this is another funny article. Basically, yeah. um, a student um, just got like an internship from NASA. Yeah. And um, on her like Instagram page, she was like, everyone shut the fuck up. I got accepted for a NASA internship. Yeah. And then uh, Homer Hickman said language, innit? Um, and she goes, suck my dick balls, uh, suck my dick and balls, what? I'm working at NASA. <laughs> and Homer Hickman goes, and I'm on a NASA, National Space Council that oversees NASA. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it's over for you. Uh, do you know what, yeah? Your one NASA had what? the shortest NASA career <laughs> in the history. Do you know, one thing I don't like here, yeah, I don't like girls saying things like, suck my dick and balls. Yeah. You don't have dick and balls, you have a vagina, like, 
Exactly. Oh. There would not be a situation in the in my lifetime where I would say like suck my pussy because I don't yeah. have one. Like, why do girls do that? It's true. Like, suck my dick. It's like, what? You're a tranny. When did that happen? The operation was good. Like, you sound like a woman. You look like. Uh, yeah. What was he just talking about? Um, <laughs> that that article about her losing her job. Oh yeah. But yeah, anyway, it's, 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 it's peak, I didn't yeah. even know NASA still existed. I thought NASA shut down. Of course, we have Trump talking about creating a space force. I thought NASA shut down, bro. NASA's forever there, man. NASA no, I'm NASA. pretty sure on, there was something about NASA shutting down and that we weren't going to space no more. Nah, they just recently launched a probe to like go to the sun. I'm gonna what? <laughs> they they literally last weekend launched a probe or not a probe like a rocket to like. Go as far to the sun as possible. I hope there's no astronauts in that. No, obviously, sir. So yeah, man, I was yeah. about to say, like, I'll be the first man to walk on the sun. Like, right, yeah, so you dickhead, go for it. <laughs> so, anyway, back to this, um, that's a guy. <laughs> Neil Armstrong's there, like, yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the guy responded recently, it was called to my attention on Twitter that someone was being hired by NASA and that they were using the F word on Twitter by. Uh, I'm a Vietnam vet and all, all, all offended by the F word because obviously she lost her job and so people were just like, um, giving him some shit about it. Um, however, when I saw NASA and the word used together, it occurred to me that this young person might get in trouble with NASA Soros. So I tweeted her to one word, language, and I tended to leave it at that. Soon her friends took umbrage and said a lot of unkind things, but long after I was gone, as I immediately deleted my comments and blocked all concern. Later I learned, oh, bless me. Later I learned she had lost her offer for an internship at NASA. This had nothing to do with nor could I since I do not hire and fire the agency or have any say on the player whatsoever. As it turned out, it was due to the NASA hashtag her friends used that called the agency attention to it long after my comments were gone. So basically her friends fucked on it. Well, I would punch um, all of my friends in the She reached out to me with an unnecessary apology, which I literally accepted and returned my own. Yeah. After talking to her, looking at her resume, I'm certain she deserves a position in the aerospace industry and do all I can to secure one that will be better than the one she lost. I have also talked to the folks that had to do her internship and made absolutely certain there will be no black mark on her record. They have told me she may reapply Homer Hickman. So, you know, respects to the guy that, like, he was he was trying to help her out, innit, by, by saying language, and mm-hmm. she obviously got excited. I'm not going to lie, I'm going to draw at NASA, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'll be cutting dress, are you mad? Yeah. But so, I wouldn't be telling everyone to suck my dick balls. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, so no. And then again, for someone that's like got a job of NASA. How did you not know that that was the NASA man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and from like some of the. It's like I if saying. I got a job at McDonald's and got all gassed about it, and then Ronald McDonald was like, "Calm down, Thomas," <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck off, you dick." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I thought that was funny. Um, it's not really. I don't know if it's been a slow news week, but I've just not really been paying attention. I'm just waiting for you to move on to comics news because I've got loads of stuff. Oh, really? I'm just waiting. Because you've got bare shit to talk about. Yeah, I'm just waiting and you're talking about NASA and shit. (laughs) I thought it was funny. No, it's funny, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, shout out to Dan West, though. Um, Okay, this is random. I should have put it in my week as well, yeah. Yeah. Look at this guy. (laughs) I am so prepared and you're just all over the place, bro. I'm sorry. You're the host. I didn't have this list with the most. Sorry, sorry, because again, if I don't say it now, I'll forget it. Um, 
So like on my Facebook memories, yeah, it came out like three years ago. Yeah. And I, I bought like this Disney soundtrack thing. Oh yeah. Um, it's like now that I call Disney. Yeah, I got that as and, well. And uh, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? No regrets. Like yeah. at the moment it's in storage. Yeah. But I still got it. Like just when I get my own place, like <laughs> having my CD case, whatever in it. Um. So then you obviously like like the comment and you're like, oh, I've got it. Yeah. And they was like, oh, you two are a bunch of weirdos. How did you like? Both own this, yeah. and Dan West clicked on the link and was like, That's not weird. <laughs> yeah. And he took a picture of himself holding it. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, oh, he's, he? yeah he's I got, didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it? I looked at those oh, comments, no. the so he, took a, he took a picture of himself holding the <laughs> album as well. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Dan yeah. West has one as well. That's true. So I thought that was pretty funny. Mm. And he, yeah, he was just like, don't help, don't hate Dolby. It's a totally normal purchase for most dudes. Yeah. See, and it was a bit of it. And she was just like, oh, you guys are just all weird. Just, <laughs> I just laughed. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's it for the news and everything I've got. I've got quite two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cue the music. <laughs> 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 Are you giving yourself space to edit this shit in and stuff? Kind of. <laughs> I might not. I might just upload it. Um, yeah. What's oh, you're cross- not even going to put the drop? <laughs> I might not. Oh, God, all right. What's crossover? <laughs> all right, go. Yeah, at least put the first and the last one in. What? The oh, the intro and outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, oh, Jesus. This is your time now. It's going to be hilarious to listen back to you. All right, Ace, you eat your ice cream, mm-hmm. and I'll get into some. All right. Um, oh, actually, this is something that we can watch and do a live trailer reaction, which we haven't done oh, for a while. Oh, your trailers, yay! I've got one trailer that I haven't seen. Oh, what's the trailer music? <laughs> <laughs> trailers. Wait, hold on, we can't go into trailers from news. Oh, yeah, but this is part of news. Okay, go on. So, the news... Well, I'm going to get to this later because I'm going to be certain. You might as well do all the trailers then. I haven't got any other trailers. Uh, I've got a few trailers. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, then we'll save this with trailers. But Iron Fist Season 2 trailers come out. It's been out for a while, but I haven't seen it yet. So, I I was thinking we'll just save it for the thing. But if you've got trailers, we'll save it for that. That as well, apparently, is um, only going to be... We'll play it now if you've got it, if you... It's only going to be 10 episodes Mm -hmm. as opposed to the 13 that they've all been. People have been complaining that um, the Marvel Netflix shows go on for too long. They're all 13 episodes and it's like... Unnecessary. Unnecessary. And the reason for that apparently is because of the contract that they first signed with Netflix Mm -hmm. said that it would be four 13 episode seasons or whatever. So they had to stick to that. Now that maybe they've gone past that stage in the contract... Um, apparently yeah apparently Iron Fist season 2 is only going to have 10 episodes which sounds much better from what I'm hearing the fight scenes and the fight choreography and shit apparently is much better yeah because it was whack in the first one why were you watching the man trailer huh I want to see that film it looks good it actually looks scary as opposed to all these other non-scary horror films yeah probably will (laughs) There we go. Iron Fist season two. One week ago, so it's a week old trailer. Okay. There we go, Netflix. You have not been home in days. Go to sleep when you are home. How many times have you 
to stop. I see how much you're pushing yourself. Just trying to do the piece. Yeah. Um. She's like these little. She's a samurai. She's sick as well. She's a fighter. Her name's like Chris. Uh, the iron Good. Yeah. I didn't but that was season one. No, that his acting in season one was crap. So that's his friend. That was the second. Yeah. Ah, oh, the actual Iron Fist mask. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, her, she's back. Oh. Oh. oh, he's got an iron fist. He's got a red one. The iron fist. That was one of them. We can stop it. Ah! Misty Knight! What's she doing in an iron fist movie? Where's Luke Cage then? It looks better than the first season. something I think but she's like he's Misty Knight basically um, Davos yeah Davos is like his um, is it is it Mordor Mordok Mordor you know in Doctor Strange his black friend who they're like friends and then at the end he's like actually we're not friends I mean to kill I'm gonna kill the you the sequel yeah that's who that's that who, we're blatantly set up yeah that's who Davos is he was in the first season he was friends and then it's like your baby's just gonna be the villain and he has a red iron fist he's got a red iron fist he didn't have an iron fist in the first one red is better that's why red. he was like a chicken little bitch in the first one he was like oh, how comes you get to be the iron fist I've trained my whole life as a monk and some white boy comes and gets to be the iron fist it's as like, it always you. is yeah yeah <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay, that looks better. That looks yeah, that looks good. Um, the first one. Again, I don't have the time. Mm, I still haven't finished <coughs> Jessica Jones season two. I haven't oh, started Luke Cage season started. two. I'm falling oh, behind, man. Don't have I need the to time, get into man. it. Mm. It's a shame. I need more time. I need, need some I, I, time like I never needed time before. Gotta have time to myself now. I got a little time. Now I'm back for more. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I need Bernard's watch. That's what I need. Yes, Bernard's watch. Bernard's watch will be the best thing ever. Fuck it, I want the Queen's nose or whatever that shit was. Wasn't that for wishes? Yeah. That Fuck freezing time and doing stuff and you can just wish for it to happen. What are you doing to that <clears throat> While we're talking about Marvel Netflix, Daredevil season three. Okay. 
uh, had a little teaser come out. I don't think it was a trailer actually. I think it was just a poster or something. But um, yeah, Daredevil season three has teased Bullseye um, with this little slow logo. Mm -hmm. Daredevil season three coming soon. Uh, where is it? it where is it? So it's a daredevil and it's got a bullseye behind it. So that's a target, no bullseye. <laughs> All right, that's bullseye symbol. <laughs> yeah. So you're, what you're saying is Marvel is wrong. Marvel have put no, no. Marvel have put a target on the head of a character named Bullseye. <laughs> well done, Stanley. You fucked up again. <laughs> you prick. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so there is a target behind the daredevil logo. Uh, but also there was this um, interesting picture which seems to be Daredevil in his season one costume mm -hmm. with the black bandana mm -hmm. hiding around the corner from season two Daredevil wearing his season two costume who looks like he's attacking someone in an office. Then maybe someone's impersonating him. So yeah, that's mm. what the theory is. So the theory goes that um, this season is adapting uh, directly from a Daredevil comic book. I can't remember the name of it. But basically, oh, you haven't seen... Hell's have you seen The Defenders? No. All right, well, at the end of The Defenders, they pretended Daredevil was dead. Okay. Like a Why building, would they do that? A building collapsed and everyone was like, Daredevil's dead. There's oh, not, no. not going to be a Daredevil season three. <laughs> 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 There's not a Spider-Man homecoming too. <laughs> Black Panther. He's in dust. <laughs> we don't want billions. Let's <laughs> <laughs> dust them. Yeah, yeah. They're not coming back anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah. Um, so anyway, at the end of Defenders, um, Daredevil was apparently dead, but then at the very end, like the post-credits scene or whatever, I saw a bit of he, was, he was no, no, he, he was um, being cared for um, in like a nuns, like by, being cared for by nuns in a nunnery, yeah. And that is um, like the, the part of a storyline in the comics. Mm. Something happens to him; he gets mortally wounded, raised, like healed by the nuns. Um, um, Kingpin um, in I think it was Daredevil season 2 uh, knows the identity of Matt Murdock and mm -hmm. Daredevil knows that they're the same person the two people that put him away are actually the same person so now he's double angry at this person mm -hmm. um, and I think in the comics um, Kingpin basically like wants to ruin Daredevil and Matt Murdock's life so he sends out an impersonator, someone dressed up as Daredevil, mm. to go out and, and kill, I think it's um, Ben Ben Urich, who was the um, like the newspaper editor, mm. but he died in season one. Yeah. So people are speculating it's gonna be um, the blonde woman, I can't remember her name, whatever her name is, it's gonna be the blonde woman, she's gonna take that place mm -hmm. of that character. So he's someone's gonna dress up as Daredevil, come for her and do the thing so that while they've got his costume, he's got to put on his original old costume again and come for him. Um, people are also speculating because in the comics, it's um, <clears throat> I can't remember. I think it's just some random guy, like some random maniac, he puts in a Daredevil costume. <laughs> but when that doesn't work, I think he, he I think he does that to disgrace Daredevil's name. 
Yeah. But to actually come from that Murdoch, he sends. Um, oh, why am I forgetting everyone's name today? Bullseye? No, not bull- what well, That's what they're saying. In the show, they're thinking Bullseye is going to take that place. Okay. But in the comic, it's. Um, is it Duke? Something Duke? It's the guy. He was. Did you watch Jessica Jones? Yeah. You know the American soldier who has to take the pills and he gets strong? Oh, Nuke. Nuke. Thank you. In the comics, it was Nuke that did it. See? You've got memories. Yeah, so in the comics, it's Nuke that he sends for him. So it might be Nuke because he's been set up in Jessica Jones. He might come back in Daredevil. That would be interesting. But people are speculating it's most likely going to be Bullseye that Kingpin sends for him and like just tries to wreck his life and kill him, basically. So... That should be interesting. That should be good. I'm I'm down for some of that, some of those stuff. Wow. Uh, what's next on my comics book news? Comics book news. Um. Oh. You thought we was done with James Gunn news? Oh, right. More. You, you thought? Well, not James Gunn news, but Guardians of the Galaxy news. What happened now? So it has been reported that apparently. Uh, Disney have delayed Guardians of the Galaxy three indefinitely. Oh yeah, obviously that that's that should be news. That was well, no, but they they had a production start date of January or February or something like early yeah. in, the, in the year. Um, so they've stopped all of that. This is like official announcement. Now. They've stopped all of that. Um, it's been delayed indefinitely, which means it could be a week. It could be fifteen years. We never know. It's an undisclosed time. Yeah. Um, apparently, they've also told crew that they can look for other work. Oh. Yeah. That's how long they think this indefinitely might be. They've said, no point waiting about, look for work. Uh, while they look for a new director to take over the Guardians movie. Mm. Now, again, the frontrunner still seems to be Taika Waititi. Everyone's throwing his name out there. How about they give the job to me? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do it for like 10% of the Yeah! We'll do a cracking yeah, we'll job. Good, man. I'm telling you, just give, give yeah. me the job. Give us the job. Fly, fly me over to wherever I need to be, wherever yeah. the studio is, and yeah. uh, put me up for six months. Done. I'll, I'll do a cracking movie. Do a movie. Crack Don't even have to change the James James Gunn script at all. Yeah, I'll use Batista will be I'll use ninety nine percent of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll change like one word. One thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so apparently that's that. They're they're looking for um, a new director to take over, and then obviously once they do find a director, he's gonna have to go through a script and stuff and make his changes to it, and it's gonna delay production by a lot. So. When they had originally planned to start production, they're not doing it anymore, and doesn't mean it's cancelled. It just means they're waiting till they've got everything set up right. And apparently, Taika Waititi is making his another movie at the moment. He's making his own another independent movie, okay. which I don't know if he was joking about this in an interview or if it was real. With Taika Waititi, it could be either. <laughs> but he said something about his next movie was going to be a film about. I might be remembering this wrong. I'm gonna have to check it. No, 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 no. About Hitler, but Hitler. Ah, I'm gonna have to look it up. I think it's something like Hitler. It's like a Hitler redemption movie, of like Hitler coming to the present day or something and trying to like get get used to modern society. Sounds very controversial and. um, 
I think he should think about not doing that. Or CT Hitler. Yeah, Hitler film. Yeah, I think he should give that one a miss. Hitler film. Yeah. George, perfect title as Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Takuatiti himself is playing Hitler as well. Oh, no. <laughs> he no. says Takuatiti is playing Hitler in his next film as a giant fuck you to racists. No. I don't know what that means. No. Because <laughs> what, what, what's Disney said about this? I, I don't think they have a, anything to do with it. It's his own movie. No, I don't think, I don't think they'll let him do this movie and then come back to direct for them. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, maybe not, but... That doesn't, that, right, in my personal opinion, that doesn't sound like a, a, a um, the most wisest of career moves, especially in the current like political climate that we're in now. Especially if you want to carry on making Disney money, yeah. you might want to chill and. Oh no! This is it. Wait, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit is called. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Go on, keep talking. Oh, keep talking. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I've talked about going back to the Madden thing. Um, I'm actually like... Oh, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Really? In this Hitler movie. Sam Rockwell. What are these Stephen Merchant. um, Alfie Allen, who was um, Reek in Game of Thrones. He's also going to be in Predator. Oh, is he? Mm Mm-hmm. She's in the trailer. Taika Waititi's World War Two Nazi satire film Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit is an upcoming dark comedy film written by Taika Waititi. Hold on, I want to find out about this. Sorry. Hey, back to um, I'm, I'm actually speaking to like Keith because um, obviously like they're from Florida. Um, it's mad. Like in in the video, it's it's, it's not a pretty pretty sure. Yeah. Imagine that happened like again. I've been to a few tournament forever. Imagine just going up to just going down with your friends. It's like, oh, you're gonna play some FIFA, have some fun, have some drinks, and some just crazy guy just comes oh in. Oh my god! Sorry, this is Taika Waititi as Hitler. There's a picture of him. Once yeah, yeah, let me have a look at this. He has whited himself up. He's done white face. No, oh my god, this is. Terrible. Are you allowed to do whiteface if you're not blackface? No. You're not allowed to do evil, to be honest. So apparently, this isn't a time travel film. I don't know what I was talking about. But it it says, a young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish boy in their home. So that sounds very controversial. Again, what what is Disney going to say about this? Again, they he can do what he wants. They have no. No, he can't. He can do what he wants. He can make his own film. They can't say nothing about I, that. But Whether then, or not they take him back, that's their business. Okay, yeah, so that, they yeah, can't stop him from making his own. Film. Okay, yeah, they can't stop him from making his own film. But then this will stop him from coming back to make any more Disney films. Well, because this is a touchy subject he's just about to do. Yeah, true, but. Listen, you're allowed to make fun of Nazis, innit? No one cares about that. If you make fun of children, you're bitch, you're just fucked. <laughs> you're finished. But make fun of Nazis and you're a hero. Uh, boy, I don't know about this one. Uh, anyway. It's mine. Mm. Um, 
It doesn't matter what your news is. Evangeline Lilly, who uh-huh. plays the Wasp, okay. um, has recently tweeted a picture of herself on like a plane or something. Okay. And everyone's going nuts because of her hairstyle. There is the picture. Her hair's bare short. The reason people are going nuts is because her hair is bare short. It's like a little pixie like Tinkerbell haircut. And that is the iconic haircut that the Wasp had, the original Wasp, uh, in like the comics and the cartoons and stuff. So, she apparently has been filming for Avengers 4, mm-hmm. despite spoilers. Despite, you know she's going to be in Avengers 4. Yeah, but the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't hint at that. No, but um, what's um, Winter Soldier's name? Oh, Winter Soldier. No. Bucky. Yeah, what's the actor's name? Sebastian Stan. Yeah, did he not? So he said in an interview recently that he filmed a scene for Avengers Four that had her. Um, no, nah, he didn't say her. He said it had. Um, he said there was a scene they filmed at where everyone was there, and he said Michael Douglas was there. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer was there. Uh, he was there, and he said someone else. Who did he I'm say? Pretty sure he said her. No, nah, he didn't say her. He no. said Michael Douglas. It was another older person. Okay. He said Michael Douglas. Hold on, I had it somewhere. Because we did bring out recently. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. It was <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, I don't have it. But it was... So, I can't remember who it was. It doesn't matter anyway. But yeah, he, he said there was a scene with all of them. Um... So anyway, people are, are just excited because she's got the classic um, look. look, the hairstyle. What I'm thinking is, in uh, Avengers 4, yeah, mm-hmm. if we're going to have... So we've got the original team still there from the first film, yeah? Yeah. That fuck Hawkeye and Black Widow, yeah? But what I'm focused on is, we've got Captain America, we've got Iron Man, we've got Hulk, we've got Thor. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly, by in Avengers 4 because we've seen him on set and the way our man ended and now it's been confirmed that Wasp is in it as well mm-hmm. so really we've got the original roster of the Avengers from the comics now all existing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe do you think we could get at least a shot of the just the original team it would be nice like a nice little homage to the, the original team in the comics like some reason they get separated and it's those six do you know what I mean I think they, they would they, they, they've done like you know we had instead of Silver Surf we had the Hulk say Thanos has come in true uh, yeah. so um, they, they they know what the comments look like innit? Yeah. so they'll probably find the most iconic picture of that team well the thing is great. the thing is one of the most iconic images of that team is from one of the cartoons and they've already kind of used it because it's that spinning shot of them all standing and the camera spins around them yeah revealing all of them do you know what I mean from yeah the from the first one so they've used that but they had Hawkeye and Black Widow in it again they can use it again unless I was, um, with I, the time travel shenanigans of the quantum realm mm-hmm. what if the Wasp and Ant-Man end up we already know the what uh, Ant-Man is on set in that battle uh, hey you see what I'm getting at I like what it what if they take Hawkeye and Black Widow's place in that lineup, and they're involved in that circle shot in the original Battle of New York. 
That would be kind of wavy. That would be wavy. I'd like that. Um. Anyway, news. Oof, I've got more going. news. We're still going. Um. So the Russo brothers uh, have been naughty naughty with their tweeties. Ooh, naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> yeah. What have they done now? So they was at some kind of art exhibit. Um, was it as bad as James Gunn or we? No, 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 not that. <laughs> no, no. They've been oh, okay. spoiler naughty. This <laughs> is like on the levels of that cinematographer recently. Oh, okay. Cool. Who put something and then had to delete it quickly. Mm. So this, the Russo brothers have did a tweet, which again was quickly deleted. So mm. when you quickly delete things, it makes it seem like you're hiding something. Yeah. So what they quickly deleted, the Russo brothers was at some kind of art exhibition. Which you do. Uh, which yeah, you do, yeah. Especially when you go to Sundance Film Festival <laughs> and the theatre, of course you go to an art exhibit. Uh, All right, don't I worry have, about Ace anymore, guys. This is, living the not, big life now. I have not been to an art exhibit, exhibition in years. Mm. It's been a, a very long time since I went to one of them. Anyway, what they put is... Um, they, they tweeted a picture and they, they wrote Avengers 4 title reveal dot 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 and what the picture says what the art exhibition was called no was called the aftermath mm-hmm. of obliteration of eternity was the name of the art exhibition okay. now people are speculating that Avengers 4 will be called Avengers Eternity. A, because there have been rumours that in Phase 4 they will be bringing the Eternals into it. Okay, I've heard that rumour. B, um, when all the speculations about the titles were coming out, mm-hmm. the Russo brothers said, out of all of them, out of Endgame, out of this, out of that, leftovers or whatever, the closest one was Avengers Forever. Oh, yeah. And what is another word for forever? Eternity. Eternity. So people are speculating that it's going to be eternity. Um, I don't like that name though. Nah, I'm not really feeling it. I, mean, I prefer Endgame. I don't know why. I just like the sound of it. Avengers Endgame, Avengers Eternity. I'm not really fussed what the name of it <laughs> yeah, is so. as long as the film's good. And to be honest, um, Kevin Feige even came out and said recently that his biggest regret, his biggest regret out of everything in the MCU so far, yeah, mm-hmm. considering they made Thor The Dark World, <laughs> his, biggest, his biggest regret mm-hmm. is holding back on this reveal of the title because he said it's built up so much steam, steam now and speculation and that so much that way. no matter what it's going to be, he goes, it's not going to live up to the expectations. Of course so not. So he says he's built like a, an unbearable cross for his own back. Do you know what I mean? Excellent. And he says this is his biggest, Ooh. biggest regret. So, <laughs> so what I'm getting from that is that the title is going to be some bullshit anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> See, he knows it's so not going to be... He's this. trolling. They're trolling again. It's going to be called Avengers 4. And that's it. That's not going to be that, that much wrong. I wouldn't mind Eternity. I like the sound of that. Avengers Eternity, know, I, I, Avengers Endgame, so Avengers long. Forever, it's Avengers. Just like on me. The only one I don't like is Leftovers. That just sounds Avengers weird. Leftovers. Avengers Leftovers. <laughs> because they're the ones left over That's from the start. <laughs> and apparently that has some kind of, there's something from the comics to do with Leftovers, but I don't know. But okay. I don't know. That one sounds dumb to me. That does sound very dumb. Mm. 
sounds like it's a PCR inspired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're still on news you know I know this is my last thing it's not really news but it's just something someone said so what did somebody say let me just get to it Mike someone told me you was a girlfriend like a boyfriend anyway retro so Chris Claremont who Chris Claremont so he is he's a comic book like writer artist or something I can't remember who's a writer artist uh, he works on comic books specifically he works a lot on the X-Men yeah. he um, basically did a lot in the X-Men comics like in the 70s 80s and 90s like, and basically made it what it is today he had a big influence over the X-Men as we know it mm-hmm. um, he has come out recently and said with this whole Disney purchasing Fox and Marvel getting the X-Men back and wanting to redo it and rebrand it mm-hmm. he has recommended which I don't know how I feel about it, so I wanted to get your opinion on it. He has recommended a gender swap for for both Professor X nope. and Magneto. No. Nope. And he has even given who he would cast as them. No, nope. I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> he said <laughs> Professor wait for it. Charlotte Xavier. No. Nope. Instead of Charles. No. Nope. Charlotte, aka Charlie. No. Nope. Uh, would be where is it? Our survey says Michelle <coughs> Michelle Yo 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 Michelle Yo Michelle She's like some Asian woman. But the problem Michelle there is Y E O Malaysian actress. Yeah. Oh. Um. She's been in stuff like she's been in Crouching Tiger and all those type of things. She's in some new film come out, The Rich... Crazy Rich Asians, which we haven't got yet. No. She's in Crouch, Tag, Hidden Dragon, Tomorrow Never Dies. The problem with that casting is, though... Discovery, Memoirs of a Geisha... Yeah, go on, keep going. Supercop, Guardians of the Galaxy... There you go. She's already in an MCU movie. So she can't be Professor X. Well, is she she one of the extras from, like... She's one of the original Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her there. She looks like Hello. Yeah, she does look kind of head on. Yeah, bear, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, she can't be Charles and Xavier. So they're saying she and Charles and Xavier. Oh, she was in The Mummy too. Oh, she's in Reign of Assassins. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. You go, girl. She's a mechanic, Marco Polo. Yeah. Uh, she voiced someone in Kung Fu Panda. Mm. Um, Butterflies. Oh, she's doing really bear shit. But he said, um, he said, yeah, he would cast her. He wouldn't make her shave her head. He would leave her. Nope. That's, like that's, that's even more nice. That's even more nice. Um, he said, he said, no, she wouldn't have shaved head though. The wheelchair remains a given. And yet, could meditation and acupuncture and sheer force of will provide opportunities for limited motion? So he's saying, even with her in a wheelchair, she could use like her powers to walk around anyway. So he might not even have her in a wheelchair. So... That's not Professor X, do you know what I mean? Nope. He's just created a whole new character. Exactly. Like he's, changing the race he's, and sex. He's clearly not in tune with comic books as much as he but can see. But that's the thing, he made it. This is his thing. He's going senile. This is his thing, he's bro. He's losing his mind. He's he's going George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's losing his mind. Uh, uh, um what else did he say? Uh yeah, he's basically saying there's a way to like differentiate it from Fox movie who have already been for a rebranding and are, have already recast them. And to be honest, but those are good. The recasts. one thing exactly. 
do you know how hard it is to not only perfectly cast a character but to do it twice yeah like Professor X and Magneto were on point both, both times. times so Marvel it's not like Spider-Man <laughs> where it was like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield alright mate we'll give you some I like Tobey Maguire yeah but he, he weren't perfect no you know but I mean? he was good yeah but Magneto and Professor X were perfect yeah like the Patrick Stewart is Professor X yeah oh you need that yeah um so he's saying as a way rather than compete with that and try and compete with two perfect castings mm-hmm. make it a woman and make it this woman no I don't agree with that I disagree and Magneto One, not he I cast, disagree with everything not her being a woman not anything who's he cast with Magneto Helen Mirren Helen Mirren that sounds familiar yeah look her up you'll, re- you'll know her when you see her but again <coughs> Helen Mirren I don't know about that Oh, she's bit old. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe you're that old. Well, yeah. Look at look at Ian McKellen. He's old. Yeah, like he was old, old. Like they've gone from Ian McKellen to Michael Fassbender. We're going back to like this old. Oh well, yeah. Well, that's the that's who Magneto is. He's an old dude. They only went to Michael Fassbender because it was a, yeah, a prequel. I don't like, it. I don't like it was the origins. I'm not a fan. Nah. She's a Fast and Furious eight. Yeah, she was their mum, innit? Yeah, she was a national treasure. Yeah, she's yeah. a good actress. She's a, yeah, she is a good actress, but... but I don't agree with this whole Magneto sex change business. I'm not a fan. No. It's an interesting idea as a way to differentiate it, like... Maybe the alternative universe, like, maybe, like, something happened, but, like, a quick little snippet, mm. but not for a whole, like movie franchise yeah but I they might as well just get Judy Dench to play Magneto <laughs> I'll be more of a fan of that to be honest I think they I should think get they should definitely not get they should get Christoph Waltz to be Magneto Christoph Waltz the Jew killer the Jew hunter from Inglourious Bastards sorry guys Christoph Christopher Waltz. Yeah. Christoph. Or Christopher. Christoph. Hmm. I can kind of see it. Mm. As like a mid, as like a, as a, as a. But again, it's gonna be so Midlife Magneto. You just cast two great. That's what I'm saying. Magnetos. Both times. And they're still around. Exactly. Just use them again. Nah, they can't. Just use them again. They can't. It'll Why be not? too confusing. Why would it be so confused? Because then people would people would connect it to the Fox X Men movies. <gasps> just use them again. Nah, I don't think. It, I think they should just recast it. It's a shame because they were cast so perfectly. It is a shame, but I think Marvel can do it. Marvel surprised us. Marvel <coughs> did it with Spider Man. They did it with like everything they do. Whenever they have to recast, they do it. Look when they recast Edward Norton. I was like, really? I thought Edward Norton was a perfect banner. It was really good. But then when they cast, um, whatever this guy's name is, (laughs) doing it now, I can't remember his name. He's, I thought he was all right. He's grown grown on me, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Like Don Cheadle's War Machine. Like I was like, what? I'm never gonna see Terrence Howard in a War Machine. (laughs) Fuck me, man. I didn't remember him in Iron Man (laughs) 1. 
it's weird going back and seeing him. It is weird. I forgot as well. But but then exactly, Don Cheadle's grown on me, and now I can't see anyone else's war machine. Mm. I couldn't actually picture Terence Howard doing what Don Cheadle's done. So they, I don't know, man. I, I trust them to recast things. Just make it a, a dude, a bald <laughs> dude in a wheelchair. Like, that's what I want. Just keep it simple. Yeah. What yeah. if they cast? Hmm. I'll say who who who. What if they cast of like Morgan Freeman as Charles Xavier, or as a Magneto? Yes. And then maybe like Denzel Washington Des- as Charles X. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Make everyone black. <laughs> so, so, gonna say, so you love them making everyone black, but you're not a fan of them making them women. No, because I'm racist and sexist. Um, I'm joking. Don't, don't, make, don't, don't, don't do it more. But that's the thing. If it that seems like a good idea, making Morgan Freeman um, Magneto. Magneto, because if I think about it, he is the black Ian McKellen. Like, <laughs> so. and, and if you believe what's been said in the past, initially, yeah. um, he wanted um, Professor X and Magneto to represent Malcolm, uh, Malcolm X, X and Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. The peaceful and the. So that would kind of. Yeah. But nah, again, leave it as it is, man. Yeah, just leave it as it is. But man. it would be cool to see Morgan Freeman play Magneto. It would be. That would be a good one. Alright. You um, done for news? Uh, one more thing. Okay. And this is a bit of a thing and then I'm done. Right. How far are we into it? We are very far. We are like an hour of 36 percent. She. <laughs> Alright, well, okay. She. Spider-Man Homecoming, there's been a lot of Woo-hoo. Sinister Six talk going on. Yeah. People are speculating they're setting up a Sinister Six. Which we All right. mentioned before previously. Yeah. Um, but I've got a few details on it now. I've done okay. some research. Mm-hmm. So Michael Keaton is officially coming back as the Vulture. Yeah, that's one. That's one. Yeah. Um, then that lizard guy, Scorpion. Yeah. That's yeah. Two. Who was at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming and he's all scarred up. In the Scorpion tattoo, looking much more like the Ultimate Spider-Man Scorpion, mm-hmm. uh, who was just some Mexican prisoner like, with a scar on his eye. So that's looking good. So that's two. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal has been confirmed as Mysterio. Mysterio. And this has been actually confirmed uh, by a tweet from another actor who has been cast. His name is Newman Akar. That is him there. Okay. So what are we on? Four? Yeah. Who's he going to be? He has not been said... Confirmed. Well, no. It's not been confirmed. It's not been confirmed outright who he is. The only thing that's been confirmed is that he's been playing uh, a villain mm-hmm. and it would be the name of Dimitri. Now, in the comics, there is a Dimitri who's a Spider-Man villain and he is the chameleon. Okay. He can base... He's basically like... Um, chameleon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, 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 he can shapeshift, but he doesn't shapeshift. Like, it's like Mission Impossible where they wear those mask things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he takes on the other the people's... Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's four. So we've got Vulture, Scorpion, Mysterio, and Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Now that that Chameleon actor dropped a tweet mm-hmm. with a picture of him, um, and it said uh, it just had a bunch of hashtags. And from the hashtags, he accidentally confirmed a bunch of stuff. One of the things he confirmed, one of the hashtags was Samuel L. Jackson. 
Yeah. So Nick Fury is going to be in Spider Man Homecoming yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And also, Kobe Smolders, he put in. So Maria Hill is going to be in Spider Man yeah, Homecoming too. Yeah, this was confirmed a while ago. Yeah, uh, he's also put Jake Gyllenhaal and Mysterio and the character's name. So that's all confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, we had that footage of Spider Man on the bridge, the bridge with the water shooting at him. So people are speculating Hydro Man. Yeah. So that could be five. Um, we still have the Tinkerer who was the guy that made all the vultures and mm-hmm. Shocker's weapons I don't know if he'll be counted or if he's just the one that's making all the weapons for the Sinister Six um, but then there's one spot missing now I'm speculating Ooh. yeah is this a hot take? this is a hot take I'm speculating well it's not really a hot take because some people, some people have said, <laughs> it's not really, it's not. but like, it seems obvious that that last space should go to Doc Ock, yeah. who in the comics is usually the leader of the Sinister Six and creates it and puts it all together. Yeah. Now, if Doc Ock is that sixth uh, villain, I see a perfect way for them leading into it from Avengers and from the Iron Spider suit. Because he had those four claws that come out. Mm-hmm. Maybe either he loses that suit or that part of the suit comes off mm-hmm. and is found by the tinkerer who adapts those four claws mm-hmm. into the four Doc Ock tentacle things. Do you know what I mean? Using yeah. Tony Stark's um, tech. So that could come out of that. Or he can invent it himself. I don't know. I don't really care. As long as the movie's good. Um, the last thing... Um, again this was announced a while ago but I've only just really been looking into it Um, JB Smoove has been cast uh, in what was I think it was said something like as a key role or an important role in the movie so JB Smoove that's JB Smoove there yeah I know he did he was in Uncle Drew was he? Uncle Drew yeah who was he? he was one of the guys on the court Ah, oh, I don't remember. Um, anyway, so JB Smooth's been cast. Again, the only thing there is, he hasn't been in a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but he was in an advert for a car where Pete, where he was a driving instructor for Peter Parker. Maybe he's the driving instructor. So what kind of key role? <laughs> they said he's got a key role. Like, unless this driving instructor does something. He like, gets promoted and becomes the new director of The Bugle. Wait, am I the driving planet? instructor. Daily What's planet? a driving instructor Wait. got to do with the Daily Planet? Daily, the Daily Bugle. Ah, oh, Daily, Daily Planet, planet is Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But what's a driving instructor got to do with the Daily Bugle? Maybe that was his part-time job. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, because you've stumbled, you've accidentally stumbled onto what I was saying, yeah, okay. and what some people have actually been saying as well. Yeah. Is that he could be a good again? We're turning characters black, mm-hmm. but people are thinking he could be a good J. Jonah Jameson. Now, Wait, who did I just say he could be? J. Jonah Jameson. Who, yeah. Who's the one? He, he no, that was in Spider Man. No, that was in Superman. Okay, sorry. We're he, he was, he, you're getting things confused. <laughs> he was in Superman. He yeah. was Perry White. Okay. Yeah. But then he was also Goliath in Ant-Man yes. and the Wasp. and he's not returning back That's to DC. Ant-Man, not Spider-Man. That's a different insect. Okay. In Spider-Man, <laughs> J.B. Smoove 
<laughs> maybe J. Jonah Jameson. Mm. But he played a driving instructor in an advert with Peter Parker. So either he's going to have an identical twin <laughs> as a driving instructor, or like you said, this driving instructor is going to have a bigger role in this film. Now, now, I think he could be a good J. Jonah Jameson. I'm not a fan of that. But I'm thinking, will he be a good J. Jonah Jameson? Or is it just the fact that he looks like a black J.K. Simmons? <laughs> look at he does that, doesn't he? Look at him, yeah. Look at his facial expressions. Yeah. yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Yeah. And now look at the white him. Oh my gosh. Looks that, just like that, him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if that is his doppelganger. It is. This is white doppelganger. So I don't know if that's throwing me off. And I'm seeing I, him. I, as, I think that's what I'm it seeing is. him as J.K. Simmons through. No, I'm seeing him as J. Jonah Jameson. Through the lens of J.K. Simmons, but I don't know. I think I think that could work. But again, it's race bending. People might not be happy with it. Um, For me, Mm. that kind of character should be left as it is. Mm. But again, because I feel that character is iconic. It is iconic, but is his race a big part of him? (sighs) J. Jonah Jameson is the head of the is the head of the the newspaper. That's it. Yeah. He's angry, he's like short tempered, nothing saying he's white, he doesn't have to be white. I don't know. He's not I like, know. it's not specified where he's from, innit? I don't know. Alright, we've got about an hour. Yeah. We're gonna wrap up with the news. Yeah, I'm done. And we're gonna move over to the main event. Yes. So, I can't remember the music, the space shot music. <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> Alright, what do you want to go first? Heck, heads Christopher Robbins, tails um, searching. I say we do Christopher Robin yep. because searching hasn't come out yet. Okay. So we can just do Christopher Robin and then if anyone wants to continue listening, they can listen to searching. If not, they can come back and pick up where they left off. Alright, okay. You have 30 minutes. This is going to be. <laughs> Shit! Yeah, thirty minutes from now. Go. All right. Before I get into it, you what? What were your thoughts of Christopher Robin? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't too much of a fan of how the um, the puppets looked. Um, okay. The the. Woody I really Pooh, liked how they looked. Pooh, yeah. Eeyore. I really like how they looked. I liked it. Um, I really liked the it. first 10, 15 minutes. I was kind of not really paying attention because yeah. I lost just by myself. There was like maybe four other people in the cinema, yeah. so I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. But I think like when it got into like into the movie in terms of like his boss putting the pressure on him mm. and him facing the stress, mm. his wife was like just pissed off at him because mm. they never got to see each other. As I started to get invested, and obviously when Pooh came into London. And like met with him and again like, I, I, I was digging it I found it funny um, I wasn't growing up I was never big on Winnie the Pooh no neither was I so, I watched the cartoon I remember yeah, watching the cartoon I, I saw the Tigger there. movie I don't think I even saw that no I, I remember seeing that I didn't watch like the Hufflepuff movie or none of the no. other stuff um, but so, I knew of it do you know what yeah I, mean? I knew of it mm. you know um, so again I just thought we wanted to just check out um, I'd heard loads of good things on it from PC, uh, PCR. 
I think Jake and some of the other guests that they had on that episode. Oh, have they, they done an episode on this already? Yeah, they've done an episode. They gave I haven't like, heard it. I'm going to listen to they it. Gave, they gave it like whole chicken. Yeah. High taste it. I'm giving it a whole chicken. Um, whole oh, chicken. They gave it whole chickens. Yeah. They gave it a Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> and a high taste it. Yeah. Um, it gets a whole chicken for me. I might listen to maybe, maybe see the Carson's review as well. Yeah. And I think they gave it like quite a high score. They might have given like 76% or something really? like that. Yeah. Um, which, which is which is pretty good, which is a pretty high score. Mm. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll give a solid three piece. It's a prize minute. I went into it with um, an open mind because again, it wasn't something that I was expecting to enjoy or watch much of. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it didn't feel too long. Mm. Um, one thing I did love, I, I, I like movies that are set in like olden days. And how they make it look old, yeah. and like obviously I wasn't born around back in them days, isn't it? Like I've only seen like bits of like Coronation Street and stuff, yeah. from old footage, in it. Yeah. So from old footage, I know what it kind of is meant to look like. I feel like this is very spot on. Um, what's her name? Peggy Carter. Yeah. What's the actress's name? Oh, um, Hayley Atwell. She is fine. She is fine. Oh my god! Like in this, because back in the day, that women like dress proper conservative, isn't it? Yeah, but even so, man, she looks so good. See, I watched this. Yeah. I remember the animation for this. Pooh bear. Mm. Yeah, I remember this actually. I I remember the animation this. This isn't what I was looking for though. I was looking for the original. Winnie the Pooh. Da 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 da. The Huffalumps. And Wozels or whatever they were called. When did this come up? Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. Hey! Disney Channel was a shit man. I didn't have this. Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. I still remember watching this. Hmm. Hmm. I yeah, that was my thoughts. You wanna take it away with your like seventy-five million pages worth of notes? Yup. All right. Again, same as you. I was never the biggest Winnie the Pooh fan. Mm-hmm. Um. The trailer piqued my interest. Yeah. But worried me at the same time. It kind of looked like. Uh, Chipmunks, kind of shenanigans. Um, Smurfs. I thought because it, the whole idea of it was that, like the whole thing about Winnie the Pooh, is that it's a storybook, mm. and I always pictured it as Christopher Robin's adventures with Winnie the Pooh weren't real. They weren't real no, animals. It was his imagination from the book, in it. Yeah. So. This film apparently is a direct sequel to the cartoons we used to watch, the Disney cartoons. Okay. Because at the last episode of the Disney cartoons, Christopher Robin leaves and they have a, a dinner party for him and yeah. he goes away, which is which was featured in the movie. Yeah, that's what we saw right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so him being an adult now mm-hmm. and Winnie the Pooh and all that coming back to him, even in the trailer, he says, oh, I've cracked. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I'm losing my mind. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. So I'm thinking... Wouldn't it be interesting if they play on that aspect of it and it's none of this is real, but it's all hallucinating or it's all in his mind. Yeah. And then I'm watching the film and I think this is why I rate it so highly 
Because when I was watching the film, I was playing a game with the film called <laughs> Are They Real or Not? Okay. And the, the film was playing back with me, you know? <laughs> the film was playing back with me. Now, I, I've listened to a lot of other reviews just to see if anyone's brought this up or gone into it as deep as I have, yeah? Mm-hmm. And no one seems to have, have, have picked up on this. Or if they have, they haven't gone into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But the reviews of this are hit and miss. Some people love it. Some people think it's okay. Yeah. Some people like it. But one main issue people seem to have with it is that Winnie the Pooh and all that come to the real world. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They come out of 180 Acre Woods and come to London. I actually like I enjoyed that. I like the aspect of that movie. I, I, I mm. enjoyed the aspect of the movie. Mm. So, yeah, so did I. But I would argue mm-hmm. that they didn't okay. and that none of it was real. Mm-hmm. And that it was all in Christopher Robin's head. Okay. Yeah, and I will explain to you. I've got evidence. I've got proof, evidence, evaluation, whatever it was. PEA. Do you remember learning that in school? No. You don't remember that shit when you're writing an essay. You need point, evidence, evaluation. You make your point. You give a quote as evidence, and then you evaluate what it means. <laughs> that's why I got better grades than you. That's not PEA. I told you I'm the smarter one. Hold it, hold it. Did you say you got better grades than me? I thought you didn't hear that. <laughs> what grades did you get? I got, I got, I got good grades, man. I got like one A, mostly Bs and two Cs. Wow, you did get better than you. See? <laughs> what did you get in? French. So, okay, what else? I got an A in French, and I, which I don't know how. <laughs> I can't even say like croissant properly. <laughs> Um, I got an A in French yeah. I got a B in everything else and then I got two C's in ICT I think because we fucked around all the time oh man I've got ten C's on a B wow yeah. you did get better grades than me I know how to cram work at the last minute bruv that's the only reason that's right <laughs> um, that's smart well <laughs> that smart. not on paper you're not mate <laughs> alright go anyway down. so um before I get into this whole deep thing, I just want to go through the film of just bits I liked, yeah? yeah. Um, I like the start. Um, yeah, I was okay. I, I, I like the, the story, how it was presented like a book. Like, and to show the passage of time, the book would flick through pages, yeah, which I thought was very clever. Different chapters. Exactly. So it shows like all the stuff that they've done within that time is written on those pages. We'll just skip that bit and we'll, we'll get to here. Do you know what I mean? So I like that. Thought that was a very, um, very cool way of doing it. Um, I, I it was thought a nice touch. it was a nice touch. I thought this film was way better than it had any right to be. <laughs> I was expecting it just to be another Smurfs movie, I another was thing. a kids movie, a kids movie, yeah. Which it, re- it it was, but it wasn't at the same time. There were some adult themes to this, yeah. Like the fact that Christopher Robin went to war, I didn't expect that. I thought that was good, which adds to the whole in his mind thing because he could be suffering from PTSD mm-hmm. um, so I like that his daughter didn't know who he was because he didn't come he was away from home for like three years yeah exactly so he came home to see his daughter um, I also like that they got straight in with the Winnie the Pooh stuff there was none of this like from the human perspective and like you don't see them for ages or they're yeah. like Ninja Turtles bullshit like it's so straight from the start here's Winnie the Pooh they're at the table and they're all eating having a celebration. Mm. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting is that rabbit and owl, the rabbit and the owl are real animals. I never picked up on that in the cartoon. 
Yeah, in the movie, the owl and the rabbit were real animals, and the rest of them were cuddly toys. Huh. Yeah. After like Google a picture. Yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was interesting to like kind of mix it up so they're not just all cuddly toys. So maybe and it would make like, sense as well because you you you'd find that wildlife. A rabbit and an owl, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't find a tiger or a piglet no. or a bear or a kangaroo in the woods. No, but you wouldn't. could find a rabbit and an owl. Like, he could have even taken his cuddly toys out to the woods and, like, where he plays, a rabbit and an owl like, turn, up. turn up sometimes, just, like, as pets or something. Like, they don't talk. That's all in a child's head, like, pretending, isn't it? Oh. So I kind of like that aspect of it. Um, I thought that all the characters were spot on. Um, I thought Tigger's voice was amazing. I don't know if he's the original character. I think Pooh is the original voice actor. Tigger sounds so good that it probably is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Eeyore was done really well. He was spot on. Um, Piglet looks spot. I like his look, but his voice was a bit weird. Mm. I thought his voice wasn't the. He's got an iconic voice as well, and it wasn't that, as as close. Uh, but at least his character was like he was a little chicken shit. But Rabbit, I thought was completely off. His yeah, voice was different. Weird. And I remember Rabbit being like a grumpy, like grumpy dude that's just worried about his carrot farm. And like this kind of just seemed like a cockney dude, like a geezer, do you know what I mean? So I wasn't really feeling that. Um, so Jim Cum- Cummins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 was the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger oh yeah it's a, okay it's the same guy of course yeah, yeah so, so yeah. That he, he came back from both and it sounded spot on like like here, this is what I'm saying yeah when um, in Rogue One mm-hmm. when James Earl Jones came back to voice Darth Vader he sounded older even though Darth Vader in this is meant to be younger yeah but you can still hear but it. you can hear his age in this Winnie the Pooh sounded exactly the same, like, and so did Tigger. Yeah. It's done really well. Like, I, I, obviously, it is the people who did it, but the fact that he he hasn't, he can't hear the age in his voice. Like, he hasn't lost it at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I really yeah, like he's that. A lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, let me go back to uh, you had Brad Garrett as Eeyore. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was the original Eeyore. Um, Jameer. But he was done really well. We had Nick Mohammed as Piglet. Yeah. Peter Capaldi as Rabbit. Yeah. Sophie Oconado as Kanga. Yeah. Sarah Sheen as Rue. Yeah. Toby Jones as Owl. And Shola Adamusi as... Oh, no. Don't worry about that. <laughs> She's Rosemary Hopwood to that. Oh, uh, who team. knows. Um, yeah, go back. Yeah, you can go back into... Um, so yeah again with that whole intro thing I thought Disney are so good at telling a story just in the introductions without any dialogue any words just through visuals like I like the way that you had the drawing in the book fade into like the real people Mm -hmm. and then they'd act out the scene and then it would fade to the book and that was all like it looked like the original Winnie the Pooh art style so that was really good Um, you could see the progression of Christopher Robin's character into what he became like obviously being at war and then getting a job and working his way up you slowly saw him becoming more distant from his family especially the bit where you see him typing 
and his wife and his kid are in there dancing and, she and he gets and yeah and he gets up and walks towards them and I was thinking oh he's, he's gonna them. join them but then he just shuts the door and goes back to his work like, bitch be quiet yeah you know so I thought like all of that I thought was, was really well done do you, know, like, do, you, do you know what was a little bit not there's been a lot of memes on the internet here mm. with like scenes from Star Wars or Winnie the Pooh yeah. And that kind not take out of the movie, but anytime I saw it, mm. it just made me laugh. Like there's one meme where Winnie the Pooh standing on the cupboards uh. and it, and then um and then and it basically is like this time I've oh, got I've a high yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And, like, that made me laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and watching the movie I was just like, oh shit, and it well, yeah, sorry. No, it was funny. Um I thought it was hilarious when um you see Christopher Robin at work. And the boss makes a joke that mm. no one laughs, but the black guy starts Overly bending. laughing. And I was like, of Suck- course the black guy would have to be the one. Sucking. He has to. He's got extra sucking up to do. Like, he's, got to suck he, up. he's black. He's at a disadvantage. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. That was a nice little touch. I see what you did, Disney. <laughs> um, you said about the bit with his wife when she was like moaning at him not spending enough time. I actually thought it was refreshing because... She, she, to me, I took it as she was never really nagging him, like in the way a lot of movie wives do, like, oh, you're never home, you're at work too much, and da 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 da, and think of your daughter. And that. when, when, um, I don't know if it's just because uh, Hayley Atwell is hot, and yeah, it, it just probably, it it didn't seem like nagging because she was so is hot. Because Hayley Atwell is hot it seemed to me like she was concerned about his well-being as well do you know what I mean yeah she was like you've got your life's gonna go by you're gonna miss it do you know what I mean like this is your life here yeah like this is what you're working for is for this life like and she did say like you're like you're you're, you're gonna end, you're losing it you're yeah like, you're working too hard maybe you should quit your job yeah, I, I get the sense of that as well. So I, I thought she was reasonable I thought it was refreshing to get a fairly reasonable and she understood that what he was doing was for them. So she mm. never really got angry at him. Like she got upset or disappointed. Yeah. But she never like lost the temper and was like, oh, you sleep on the couch because <laughs> you're working. Because you're working too hard and making too much money. <laughs> okay. You to afford this life. You know, I hate, I hate when wives do that shit. Yeah. I'm like, just shut up. You go make money then. <laughs> nah, that happens though. It's jarring. Mm. Um, I liked that, um, that after because when he grows up we don't see Winnie the Pooh and all them for a while uh, which I think children might get a bit bored around this time but as an adult I think there's a lot to see here because there's a lot of like setting up character development and stuff like that Um, but I thought it was interesting that literally just before Winnie the Pooh comes back into the movie Mm -hmm. um, I think the daughter um finds a picture of, 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 of that Robin drew when he was a kid of yeah. Winnie the Pooh and him and he puts it on a table and then as he's leaving he spills the honey yeah. and the honey drips over his picture, picture. Yeah. so I was like oh is that the magic That's is the that step. what's reawaking the yeah. magic in Winnie the Pooh is the honey and then, and then you get the next scene you see Winnie the Pooh getting up yep yeah, you see him waking smelling up smelling the honey smelling the honey but no one else is around uh-huh. Um, everyone everyone's abandoned and again I'll get back to this when I talk about my theory but um, the the 100 Acre Woods is all foggy it's, it's all deserted it's just sad and depressing looking around 
And Winnie the Pooh decides, fuck it, I'm going to go to the real world. And Let me go find Christopher Robin. Go to the door and go to find you Christopher Robin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is where I was like, mm, I don't know about him coming to the real world, <laughs> but let's see where this goes. Um, I thought that I don't know, I'm just trying to get all my other stuff out before I get to this theory because this epic thing I didn't get to order my stuff. You wanted to tell me about for that. Like, yeah, so man. Well. I feel like I've cracked the code. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I've did it. I can't run it to you. Like I like it. Ace, I've done it. I've done 88 miles per hour, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> um, that fucking neighbour was fucking annoying. Oh, do you want to come play some rowing? Yeah, he was annoying. You, so rowing. annoying. Now, like, you, like, normally, yeah, when the wife's away in it, like, you think they'll go to the pub or mm. and then maybe go to, like, Soho to a strip club or something. Yeah. No, this guy consistently said, well, now that the woman's away, yeah. we can now have that spot of rowing, sir. Yeah, rowing, yes. Oh, oh shut, shut up, man. So I'm glad I'm glad he wasn't in it for too long. They got rid of him fairly quickly, mm-hmm. which I'm glad about. Um, da, 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 da. All right, yeah. So there was a section, there was a bit where I was starting to think this is just. I, I had faith still, and I believe they wouldn't. But I was like, this could easily turn into the Chipmunks or <laughs> the the Smurfs or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I think it was done a lot better. It was done subtly like it wasn't too outlandish over the top it was very subtle um like and and the kids were laughing the kids in the cinema were laughing like when Pooh fell down the stairs or when like he got the thing stuck on his head and Christopher Robin had to like shake him out of it yeah. that was funny it was charming like, it, like I said it never got too over the top yeah um I like I, I thought it was done well I think I never saw Paddington I heard Paddington was really good. A lot of people said Paddington was really well. See, the, the trailer for the second Paddington looked funny and I never mm. just got an opportunity to see it. I was in either of them. But the fact that Paddington did so well, I thought maybe the secret is actually bears. Maybe you need a cute bear to come into it. But then I thought, nah, Yogi Bear was shit. Have you was seen the Yogi like Bear? There was a live action Yogi good? Bear. Dan no. Aykroyd did the voice of Yogi Bear and Justin Timberlake did Bobo. <laughs> he actually did it alright yeah I can imagine Justin mm. I like Justin Timberlake as mm. an actor so I don't know maybe bears aren't new I don't know Ted well the first Ted was good first Ted was great I don't know second one wasn't great right. yeah because it wasn't great I don't think they finished so it so I don't know um, I like that when his daughter was asleep and he looked at the picture of him and Pooh that a classic music started playing mm-hmm. I was like oh that's cute <laughs> um Da, 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 da. Like 10 minutes. Oh shit. <laughs> no. We're gonna have to cut into searching time then. Right. Um I like that Pooh when Pooh was causing havoc, he um he messed oh, up a shelf wow. and, and Christopher Robin he goes, This ladder isn't very good and he goes, It's not a ladder, it's a shelf and he goes, Oh well then that's probably why it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> and then um I thought that during that whole scene you see one tin just rolling. rolling along and I was like what is where's that going and the whole scene they were talking and it was going 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 and then it like did the slightest little ting like a little touch 
and everything like collapsed <laughs> and he just lost it and he lost it he got angry and he was like that's it Pooh you're going back to the 100 acre woods I'm done with you yeah. uh, so I thought that was funny I, I, are you charged because my I'm on 9% I'm on 25 alright we're going to have to keep switching yeah. to um, so yeah I thought that was a funny little thing and again I'm going to come back to that in my theory um, I'm trying to just get everything else out of the way before I get to this because it's not in order um, I like the whole thing with the balloon mm-hmm. uh, with the red balloon I thought that was a nice metaphor for Winnie the Pooh himself and Christopher mm-hmm. Robin so when they got on the train the balloon got stuck in the door mm-hmm. do you remember? Yeah. and Winnie the Pooh was like oh my balloon my balloon and Christopher Robin was like fuck the balloon motherfucker <laughs> like man up like, yeah. and, uh, but Pooh was like oh but um, Chris Roman said we don't need it anymore uh-huh. and Robin was uh, and Winnie the Pooh was like yeah but it, it made me happy, happy. Yeah, yeah do you know what I mean so I thought that was a metaphor for Winnie the Pooh who made Christopher Robin happy mm. but in his mind Christopher Robin doesn't need Winnie the Pooh anymore um, when they got off the train the balloon was still there and he was happy and he was happy again was, uh, happy. so again that's another little metaphor that since Christopher Robin has forgotten about Winnie the Pooh. He hasn't been happy. Yeah. Now that Winnie the Pooh's back in his life, after he thought it was gone forever, it's got the potential to make him happy again. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice little metaphor within a metaphor. Like, it was like the inception of metaphors. Like, yeah. like when Deadpool did a full fall break within a full fall break. Like, I thought it was that kind of thing. Mm. Um, I like the game he plays on the train. Say what you see. I thought that was a nice, cute little thing that comes back up later when he's on his own and he plays it himself. Uh, I thought it was funny that <laughs> when Pooh was looking out the window and naming what he sees, he was like, tree, cow, house. Bridge. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, oh, that was funny, man. Um, I thought that was... See, I thought, I thought Winnie the Pooh was such... He was so innocent and, yeah. like, ignorant to the ways of the he world. Was it was just so... Yeah. Was it, it was so, like... It was just adorable, man. It was cute. Um, like, when, when, when they're sneaking past the house and Winnie the Pooh looks in at his family and he's like, oh, that's my wife and that's my daughter... And he's and, and he's like he's asking all these questions. Like, what's on and Christopher Robbins. What's her name? Margo. Uh, yeah, what Margo is searching? Vanessa or the Simon, whatever. He's like, yeah, what's that? But Christopher Robin was like telling him to be quiet. And he goes, what's what's her name? And he went, Pooh, like as in to be quiet. Yeah. And he goes, Madeline. my name can't be Pooh. My name's Pooh. Yeah, Madeline. I thought that. Oh yeah, Madeline. That's what's a Madeline? Madeline? Yeah, yeah. Um. So I thought that was funny. Um, and when he was like, oh, what, what's she doing? And he's like, can she come and play with us? And he's like, no, she's doing work. And he's like, oh, does she have a briefcase like yours? <laughs> I just thought it was so funny, man. Um, when they get to the the door to 100 Acre Woods, I thought it was funny that Robin got stuck in it. Yeah, because like, like, he's the big one. And Pooh was like, yeah, I know what that's like. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, I'm getting there. Christopher Robin. I'm getting there, and then we can start my theory. Look at <laughs> um, Woe is me. Yeah, I Woe thought Eo was hilarious, drown. man. Eo was so funny. Yeah, 
when he was just like just everything he said the way he said it was hilarious I thought he was a very very well done character um Duh, 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 duh. Hold on, sorry, I'm just trying to find something. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, before, well, a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Irish actor Chris O'Dowd was initially announced as the voice of Tigger, but he's replaced with his longtime voice actor Jim Cummings. Alongside mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Pooh Bear. <laughs> Pooh and Cummings. <laughs> the final film due to test audience not finding O'Dowd's take on Tigger. A British accent that very fit for the character. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cummins has played Winnie the Pooh and Tigger in Disney features since 1988. My days. In 1989, four times since 99, respectfully. Oh my god. Um, some elements of the AA Milner stories appear in the film, which is not appear in previous Disney adaptations, such as the fact that Al and Rabbit being the only animals who are real animals rather than stuffed toys. Yeah. Hey. Um, that sounds boring. Hmm. Not to confuse with good by a Robert I think they the inception of Winnie the Pooh and the Hundred Acre Work, uh, that's funny as well. Jim Cummins and Brad Garrett are only voice actors for an animated films to reprise their roles. Who? Jim Cummins and Brad Garrett. Who's Brad Garrett? He plays Eeyore. Oh, there you go, yeah, so he reprises his role. Yeah. Um, Alright. Yeah, that's it, you can now go into your epic. Oh, not this, quite. Oh, not quite. Nearly there. Nearly this better be, there. This better be good. Oh, it's good, mate. Nearly there. Um, Alright. So, I liked that um, Winnie the Pooh actually said, when he first went out in search for Christopher Robin, he even said something like, like I like the way he just says things as they are. Like, I find when I'm looking for someone, if I just stand still, someone finds me or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or... Yeah. Like, sometimes the best thing to do is nothing. And people say nothing's impossible, but I do nothing every day. And yeah. shit like that, I thought it was funny. So I thought it was interesting that when he first went out in search of Christopher Robin, mm-hmm. he said, um, um, he says something like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm going to go out and find Christopher Robin. He goes, I'm going to, or not Christopher Robin specifically, but he says, I'm going to go out and find someone uh, and if not, someone will find me. And then he goes, yeah, that's the order that it will happen in. <laughs> and then that is literally the order it happens in. He goes out, he finds Christopher Robin, but then he gets lost and then everyone else ends up having to find him. So that was nice little foreshadowing. I like it when stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, how far are we in? No, you're, you're 30 minutes, so this is up, but we're, we're, keep going, we're... Like two hours, 30 minutes. This doesn't count as my 30 minutes because <laughs> this is our review still. Um, I like that it was Kanga and Rue that made him realise about how much he cares about his daughter because obviously that's the mother and child of the thing. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'll get back to that later. Um, Alright, do you know what? I'm just going to get into it because... Uh, alright yeah I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna start alright here is my epic theory that you have been waiting for this whole time let's hear this epic theory now like I said I was playing a game with the film called Mm. Are They Real or Not and the game the film was playing back with me and I think that it perfectly rid the line between confirming that yes they are real and they are in the real world and this is all happening mm-hmm. and 
there's enough shadow of a doubt for them to still be just cuddly toys. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pause it because the dog's going to go nuts. Someone's coming home. Unpaused. Yes. We're back. We're back. We're live. We're live. From Studio Poseidon. Yes. With a live studio audience. <laughs> anyway. One day, one day, one day. <laughs> so, all right, like I said, I think it was just ambiguous enough for there to be an argument either way. Mm-hmm. And no one else seems to be talking about how well it was done. Everyone else seems to just have accepted that they're real and it takes place in the yeah. real world and they've come there. Mm-hmm. Now, from the very start, when they're at the um, round the dinner table having their good pie, goodbye party for Christopher Robin, yeah. again, you've got a real bird and a real a real owl and a real rabbit. Yeah. Apart from that, the rest of them are cuddly toys. Yeah. Now, when Christopher Robin cuts the cake, mm-hmm. um, rather than hand it out, all the all of them kind of jump in on it and get their food, didn't it? Yeah. And the way they eat it is really messy. Yeah. Like they're eating it and there's crumbs all over the place. Yeah. Now, you could either argue it's because they're animals mm-hmm. or you could argue that they're just cuddly toys and he, as a child, is just going nom, 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 nom uh, and making them eat it, yeah. leaving crumbs all over the place. Okay. Yeah. yeah? Using imagination, like Cookie Monster style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I like that. There you go. I'm off to a good start. Yeah, I've got you on good, board already. Good, I can see. Good start. So, then... Let's see how it progresses. Mm, so then when the um, the honey drips on the picture of Pooh, mm-hmm. that's the magic that reawakens him and brings him back here. Yeah. Or what you could argue is that the reason Winnie the Pooh wakes up in the Hundred Acre Woods then, but he's alone in a foggy, uh, the woods are all foggy and stuff, mm-hmm. is because the Hundred Acre Woods is actually Christopher Robin's mind. Yeah. The reason it's foggy and empty is because he hasn't he hasn't remembered them. He hasn't used yeah, his imagination. I, I, I thought this, he hasn't had fun yeah. for years. The fact that Winnie the Pooh has just come alive, mm-hmm. and again he could hear a young Christopher Robin in the distance calling him. Yeah, because that is Christopher Robin's adult memory being jogged by the picture he's just seen and of him smell. as a child and the smell of honey. Yeah, and that's why it's a bad. That's why Winnie the Pooh is the only one there is because he was the only one in the picture. Yeah. Christopher Robin's not thinking about the rest of them yet. His yeah. memory's just been jogged by that picture of him as a child and Winnie the Pooh. So that's yeah. why 100 Acre Woods is like that. Um, he comes through... Uh, yeah, I've said all that. All right, he comes through into the real world. Yeah. And the first thing he does, Winnie the Pooh, when he gets to the real world, Mm-hmm. is he takes a nap on the bench. Yeah. He says, I'm tired, I'm going to take a nap. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do when you nap? You lie still. Mm-hmm. What does a toy do? It lies still. Okay. When Christopher Robin found him, he mm-hmm. was lying still. So he could have just found a toy on his bench. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then in the, in the scene, he, they sit back to back and then Winnie the Pooh gets up and talks to him. And he's like, what? You can't be here. Da, da, da. But again, the, the PTSD from the war, the stress from the job the family stress at home and seeing the picture of Winnie the Pooh has all jogged his memory and now finding the Pooh doll I don't know how it got there mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you that or finding the doll that represents or finding the doll that represents yeah. Pooh it's true it might not even be it might just be a cuddly bear or yeah. something and yeah, he's seeing it as Pooh yeah. has made him crack and now his imagination's kicked in again and he's seeing the toy talk to him yeah so 
that is how he found Pooh could still be a toy again I think it's fairly ambiguous um, when he's talking to him um, he's looking at the tree and the door that Pooh just came through is not there anymore who's that I don't know well, that's an amazing cosplay oh she meant to be Balma or something yes oh and that's a trap and that's it I've got some balls I'd like to show <laughs> Um anyway so yeah the door that Pooh came through um, he goes no the, the door's not here the door's by the by the farmhouse or whatever like what are you doing over here and Winnie the Pooh goes well I guess the door just appears wherever it's needed and um, he's like but it's not here anymore he goes well I guess we don't need it anymore uh-huh. and Christopher is like that's a stupid reason like it don't make sense and I'm like well Again, maybe it's because it's in your mind. He didn't actually come through the door. That's just your story, your narrative that you're creating in your head. That's why there's not really a door there. Um, then when the um, stupid, annoying neighbour comes and he hides Winnie under his coat yeah. and walks off. And pretends he's too. And oh, pretends... My exact, maybe he actually was. Maybe the reason... A lot of times people look at him weird when he's talking to Winnie the Pooh and you could look at it as everyone's getting freaked out because there's a talking teddy bear. Or, or talking to himself. why is this grown man talking to a, t- a cuddly toy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and I've got specific examples coming up. So with the, with the neighbour thing, mm-hmm. when he walks off with the toy under him and he's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, uh, it's a cat. Yeah, that's it. It's a cat. It's a, it's a sick cat. Don't come near it. It's an aggressive cat. It's yeah. And, and then he walks off. Yeah. And that then he walks off and the guy hears Winnie the Pooh talking. Mm-hmm. Or he could see, like, and Christopher Robin even says, oh, I'm just doing ventriloquism. I used to think, maybe he can actually do ventriloquism. Yeah. Um, then when he's, when he's feeding Winnie the Pooh honey, again, Winnie the Pooh isn't like picking it up and eating it like he does. He's literally face down in the honey, eating it like that. Yeah. Maybe he's just holding the toy and making it eat. He's getting honey all over him. Winnie the Pooh, maybe it's just making a mess. When Pooh's walking along and making footsteps, Christopher Robin could literally be playing with the toy, making it walk around, do the muddy, do the honey footsteps. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I thought it, it was very ambiguous. Are you keeping it on me so far? Am I, yeah. am I, yeah, no, am no, I holding I, your no, attention? No, I've, I haven't I, crossed no, no, the line of stupidity. No, yet. no, no. I, I, I get it. Like, there were moments in the film that I thought some of the theory you're talking about. Mm. So you, you have me... Okay. You have me there. All right. So let's keep going. The shot we already spoke about where the tin can is is rolling along and then ends up destroying everything with a little tink. Now, again, that could just be the narrative he's created in his head. What I think's actually happened, because again, you even said by the end of the scene he was very angry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what could have actually happened is maybe while he's losing his mind he must have hit something he hit something or he trashed that room himself just out of anger and frustration yeah and the narrative he's come up with in his head is just that oh Winnie the Pooh did it with a tin can or whatever yeah it's a bit ridiculous and I like that the the tin can rolling along was kind of in a way a metaphor for him for like like a fuse in a way to him blowing up and losing his temper Mm -hmm. it was like a different visual image than than a fuse was a tin can rolling uh-huh. and then when it hit and everything smashed was that him blowing up and losing his temper yeah trying to pause it for a sec while he comes in or should we keep going keep going um so again a couple of examples of when people could either be being surprised that Pooh's talking uh-huh. or just be surprised that Christopher Robin is a 
talking to a toy or B, pretending the toy is talking to people. So when they're walking down the road, Pooh says hello to a guy who's like, what? And then bumps into a lamp. Yeah, that was funny. Now that could even be him looking at Pooh talking to a guy or Christopher Robin could have held the doll at him and gone, hello, if a random grown adult puts a doll in your face and says hello, you're going to look at him strange, aren't you? Yes. And maybe be distracted and bump into a thing. Um, a woman walks past, when he goes into the phone box, a woman walks past and sees him talking to him. Yeah. Again, could be a talking bear, could just be a grown man talking to a toy. Um, when he buys the balloon, Winnie the Pooh goes to talk and Christopher Robin holds his mouth closed and says, no, no, you be quiet. Like, buys the balloon and the balloon man looks at him weird. Again, he could have noticed that Pooh was about to talk or he could just be like, why is this grown man holding a cuddly toy's mouth closed telling him not to talk? Like, this yeah. guy's crazy. Um, now, again, from watching the trailer, I was nervous because I was like, in the trailer, it seemed like there were some times when Pooh and all the friends interact in the real world. So I was worried. I was like, I hope that doesn't happen because so mm. far, I'm liking what they're doing. I'm loving it. And this is, this is why I gave it a whole chicken because of this game I played with the film. <laughs> um, when he's buying the ticket, yeah, Baloo's, Pooh's got the balloon mm-hmm. and he puts Pooh down on the floor and you can see the balloon floating there, yeah? Yeah. And he's buying the tickets and then the balloon floats off. Yeah. So Winnie the Pooh's wandered off, yeah? Yeah. And when he looks down, he's like, oh, Pooh's gone. And the guy says the balloon went that way. I'm thinking in my head, all right, I don't know how to justify this one because Pooh just walked off. Like, yeah. you can't do that if you're a cuddly toy. Yeah. But, where it. does he find Pooh? With a little child. A little In the child. pram of a little child. So clearly, the little child has walked past, seen a cuddly bear with a, with a balloon, and, and said, I'll child. take that, and picked it up as they've gone past. So again, I'm thinking, okay, movie, I thought you crossed it but you got me back now I, I, this I game played a man this film played a game I, with me I'm I, telling I, I you I think I know your final point what do you mean or oh, one of your points is going to be go on you name at, at the end yeah. it's, 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 it's only the puppets and not the rabbit and the and the um, owl that, that was one of my points in the real world exactly they're still in the woods exactly and yeah A because they're still in the woods and B you can't bring a real rabbit and owl to the real city, do you know what I mean? Just like that, yeah. So yeah, I like that was I'm, one of my points. I'm, so you're I'm, getting I'm, on, I'm you're start, catching I'm on. To, yeah, I'm starting you're to catch on. on. Um, so again, where was we up to? Um, the balloon thing, yeah. So the kids start a balloon. Uh, when they're on the train, uh, the woman with the shopping cart comes by and sees a grown man sitting across from a teddy bear. Yeah. And looks at them weird. Again, did she hear Pooh talking, or is it just weird that a grown man? not only has a toy, but has sat it in a chair opposite him at the <laughs> like table. It's a real like thing. it's a real thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, when they get to the door to 100 Acre Woods, mm-hmm. all right, he tells Pooh to go through, yeah. still with the balloon, and turns his back on him. Now, as his back's turned, the balloon is still. And yeah, Winnie the Pooh says, oh, I'm, that's when he says, uh, I find when I'm leaving somewhere, if I stop for a moment, the person comes back or he says some weird thing like that. Now, again, you could argue, oh, Winnie the Pooh was just taking on going, he didn't want to go. Or maybe it's a toy and it can't move. The balloon didn't go through the tree hole until Christopher Robin himself pushed it through and went through himself. 
You see what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So again, I'm, again, I'm buying everything so far. Like yeah. Selling. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad. I've got. I've got a feast for you, mate. There's more to come. Yeah. How do you open your car bonnet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um. Then you see the Ford bit. The Ford, there's a little yeah. Ford logo. Yeah. You flip that to. All right. Left. We're gonna pause to go yeah. help my brother jump his car. Um, we'll be back in a minute. Ah, right, yeah. That's no, 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 no. I can do it. Yeah. So sit the key in. Yeah. Flick it left. And then that will unlock it, flick it right, to the, and then to open it. And then flick it real good. Anyway, where was I? Um, woman stole him, sitting across the room. Yeah. Balloon doesn't go through until he pushes him. All right. Once they're in the um, forest yeah. and they're looking around for everyone, it's all foggy and empty. They still can't find everyone because at this point, Christopher Robin is still trying to get rid of Pooh. Mm. So that's why his mind, represented by the foggy woods, is still deserted and still empty. Yeah. And they're following the compass and they start going round and round in circles. This could be a metaphor for... Um, like when you just your mind is just circling and you're thinking about the same things mm. over and over again and worrying about the same things and you think it's leading you somewhere mm. but then you just start going around in circles in your mind because I thought it was funny when Pooh was like well I stopped following the compass when I started following these footsteps <laughs> and it's like those are our footsteps you f-. do you yeah. know what I mean and that I thought was a very clever metaphor for you start thinking and which leads you to another thing which leads you to another thing and which then gets you back and you forget what you were thinking about in the first place and what your what your goals and what the point what you were thinking about was do you know what I mean yeah. and it's all because of your worries and stuff and the more angry and angry he got at poo the mm-hmm. foggier it got yeah I, I noticed yeah, that I the foggier it got and then poo all of a sudden just disappeared mm-hmm. now you could say well he got upset that Christopher Roman didn't want him so he ran off or he literally just disappeared because this is all in his mind nothing's yeah. real um and uh balloon in the tree, foggier and foggier, stop following the compass. Um so he loses Winnie the Pooh. Now Winnie the Pooh represents his optimism. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh is an optimist. He sees the best in everyone, he's innocent, do you know what I mean? And and to me he's representing his optimism yeah and it's only once he loses his optimism in the future like he's like oh shit I've got the job weighing on me I've got the family shit he's lost his optimism yeah that is when he falls in a deep hole now again Uh... the deep hole is a metaphor for this he's just sinking in do you know what I mean we've had him going around in circles and now we've got him sinking in a hole these are all metaphors do you know what I'm saying and then it starts raining he can't get out of the hole tears. he's gonna tears yeah I didn't think of that but it could be tears but then also the the water raises up and he then starts drowning so yeah. we've had going around in circles we've had in a deep hole we've got drowning do you know what I mean these are all metaphors for your mind yeah um, then when he's in when he's drowning you see Pooh there and he's like he says Christopher Robin come back to us yeah and then that's when this huffalump grabs him and pulls him and then Christopher Roman wakes up and he's not in a deep deep hole he's in like a little shallow ditch mm. and where it's been raining there's a little puddle there now yeah mm. but now everything's sunny there's no fog anymore 
everything looks bright and colourful, yeah, because he's gone through the he's gone through the worst part of it. He's gone through the anger and stuff. Do you know what I mean? And he's come out of it. And now he needs to find his optimism again. He needs to find Winnie the Pooh. Now, this is where it leads. Again, this is all still in his mind. This is just his process of a breakdown, if you if you will. Um, who's the first person he finds after losing his uh, optimism? Eeyore. Eeyore. And what does Eeyore represent? Depression. Depression. You've lost your optimism. You're left with depression. And where did he find Eeyore? In water. In the river. Below what? A bridge. Representing suicide, maybe? Suicidal thoughts? Uh, Jumping okay. off a bridge into the river? Okay. Finding Eeyore, the depressed character? Do you see where I'm going? Okay, yeah. Yeah? So, he then was now going through his depression stage, mm -hmm. which then led him... Um, uh, I think they find that abandoned little house. Um, and... Oh, no, yeah, uh, um, um, Christopher Robin has to jump into the river uh -huh. and save Eeyore, doesn't he? And yeah. he holds his nose and he goes to dive in and then, and then he realises it's shallow. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a big man now. Yeah. Like, like when I was a kid, this was deep. Yeah. Now that I'm big, again, that could be a metaphor representing problems that used to seem big and used to seem deep and major problems that now when you grow up and, you think and look back it. at it, it's actually just shallow. It's not a big deal at all. Do you see? I went deep into this, bro. Okay. The more I thought about this, the more connected. Research, I of, like, find out if, if your theory is actually correct. No, that's what I'm saying. No one else has bought into no, this. No, but i be like, like there must be like the director. No, I don't know. I've, I haven't had time to look. We only saw it the other day. Okay. This is just, and uh, this is literally, as I noticed things watching it, I noted it down. But then going through my notes, I realized more and more stuff, and I kind of, I fell down the hole with Christopher Robin. Like, <laughs> I went through it with him, bro. Um, so anyway, after the suicide and depression and him saving him, um, Eeyore recognises Christopher Robin. He calls him a heffalump. Yeah. He, he can, he's certain that he's a heffalump. And he's like, I'm not a heffalump, I'm Christopher Robin. He was like, well, you look like a heffalump. Do you know what I mean? That could be because as a child, Christopher Robin, heffalumps and wozels are adults. Okay. Those are the scary creatures that come and stop him playing and stop him having fun with his toys are adults. Yeah. Now that Christopher Robin's an adult, Eeyore is recognising him as a heffalump. Yeah, because he's an adult. Because he's an adult, yeah? Yeah. All right. Um, that's just a thing I noticed. Um, so they get to the they get to the house. It's I think it's Piglet's house or it's Tigger's house mm -hmm. and it's abandoned and Eeyore asks Christopher Robin what he thinks happened. Now, Christopher Robin examining the crime scene could actually just be him making up the story. When he's like, oh, well, clearly, like, Piglet was here and Tigger was here and they heard the heffalumps coming yeah. and Tigger bounced through the ceiling and they all ran and hid. Now, again, that's just him making up a story, like, playing pretend. It also is a metaphor for him being scared of adulthood coming for him mm. and Tigger bouncing through the ceiling is a metaphor for his mind, like, blowing through the roof. Like, he's lost it. Yeah. Yeah? You see what I'm saying? Um, so then... What was that? It's like the trailer for Chris Robin. I was trying, I was trying to see if like any of the directors or any of the line mentions your theory. I don't know. I will have to see. Someone will come up with it, but I just wanted to get this out first. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in the director's car, you might explain. Maybe. Like, whether or not I think it, 
trust me, there's so much more and it all adds up. I don't know how it could be an accident. Yeah, Unless I'm reading too deep into this. Nah. This could be this year's um, Blade Runner for me where like I love it so much because of what I've read into it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone doesn't seem to be that as much into it as I do but I'm giving this a whole chicken because of how deep I think it went. But again, it could just be because I'm reading into it deep but it all adds up. Mm. Um, so... Uh, they then find Piglet, yeah? Mm-hmm. So he's lost ambition, Winnie the Pooh, yeah. ends up with depression, mm-hmm. which leads him to fear Piglet, because mm-hmm. Piglet shook of everything. Yeah? You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. What's Piglet? Fear. Okay. Yeah? So he then finds fear. Okay. He yeah. lost ambition, led him to depression, yeah. which then leads him to fear. Um, and again, Piglet thinks he's a Hufflump as well and runs away from him in fear. Again, another metaphor for... Christopher Robin running away from his adult responsibilities. Yeah. Um, and Piglet leads him to all the rest of the friends, which yeah. is all the other symptoms of his madness. He's gone, lost his ambition, gone through depression, gone through fear, which has then led him to just rethinking everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Tigger could represent his, like, um, his eagerness to... Do you know what I mean? His excitement, his excitement and just... Um, just eagerness to get things done and to do stuff do you know what I mean his OCD yeah. levels like his ADHD kind of thing sorry not OCD ADHD um, Kanga and Rue represent his, the parental side of him mm-hmm. who cares for his daughter but the child side of him the young Christopher Robin that wants to come back out um, you've got the owl representing wisdom you've got the, the rabbit representing I don't know what uh, horniness horniness <laughs> yeah maybe horniness um, so they all represent a different aspect they're all symptoms of his madness that he's going through okay. yeah and or not his madness but his thought process in a way yeah mm-hmm. which is then uh, leading to everyone else um, he then oh I thought this was a nice little thing him pretending to kill the heffalump was like him playing pretend again as a child and even Eeyore recognises it that's yeah. when it reminded me of do you remember Hook yeah. When he was like, it is you, Peter. You're playing imagination. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, Eo was like, and he's like, oh, it is you, Christopher Robin. You're playing pretend again. So, so I thought that was kind of nice. Um, so, all of the others, yeah, all the other characters or all the other symptoms or all his other thought processes is what leads him to the realisation that his ambition... That Winnie, uh, his, his um, optimism, sorry, his mm. Winnie the Pooh, is and always has been where he expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh was waiting there for him on the bench, at the looking over the view where he knew he'd be. Yeah, Rep- meaning your your optimism never left you. No. It's always there. It's just because you were going circles in your mind and going crazy, you forgot about it. But now that you've remembered where it is, you found it again. You look over the sunset. And the sun setting represent his mind calming back down in a way. Okay. Yeah. And now he's I got like he's it. got the whole gang back, and that's when he can think clearly. And Kanga and Rue, his mother and his parental uh, side of him, mm-hmm. is what makes him realize like, what what's in what's in that briefcase you've got? Oh, it's this is my my um my bag of important things. And he goes, so is it more important than your than your daughter? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's nowhere near important. So how come she's not here? But the briefcase is. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So that's him realizing I should be spending more time with my daughter than at work. Mm. Okay. Um, we're making our way through. Don't worry, we're getting there. Um, help others to find my cup down. So in a way, Christopher Robin had to lose Winnie the Pooh. He had to lose his ambition in order for him to need the rest of the characters, which is why they appeared when they did. Yeah? Which then helped him to find Winnie Pooh and now he's got the whole gang back and they're all happy again together. He's got his optimism back. Um, da -da 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 -da. Now, at this point, um, because he's kind of, maybe he like went on a bender, maybe he was drunk, maybe he was on drugs or something. But in the morning, he seems to come back to his senses, even though he's yeah. still talking to the cuddly bears. He's like, I've got to get to work. I've got a presentation to give. Yeah. Yeah? He grabs his briefcase and he runs, not knowing his briefcase is full of twigs and leaves and shit that Tigger has replaced, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was funny. Or did he do that himself on his mad bender, bender on his drugs and shit? He's like taking leaves and putting them in his bags <laughs> and throwing his papers all over the place. Like, who knows, innit? So he leaves and goes to his thing. Um, at this point, I was getting a bit worried because I was like, this can go one of two ways. This mm. can either turn left and go full chipmunk smurf mode. Yeah. Or it could go right and keep down the path that I love it. Like it's leading so far. I was loving it. I was playing this game in the movie and it was playing back. I thought I was like, I hope they don't interact with anyone else. The only people I will accept is if they interact with his daughter. Mm -hmm. Because she's, she's a kid as well with an imagination. Yeah. And maybe his wife. Yeah. Maybe his wife. And I'll explain why in a minute as well. Right. But um, so after his bender, he leaves for work. Uh, he gets caught by his daughter trying to sneak past the house. Yeah. Uh, and again, I first of all, she got upset because she, in, she thinks he went to the woods because she saw a message that you went to the woods. She's thinking he went to the woods and played without him, which... Mm. He didn't. He went to go and put Winnie the Pooh back. But if my theory is right, he actually did. He literally went to the woods with a bunch of cuddly toys and played without his little daughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I thought that was funny. Um, but also, again, it was a nice little metaphor. Him trying to hide Winnie the Pooh and everyone from his daughter and his wife yeah. was a metaphor for you trying to hide your mental stress and your problems from your loved ones not letting them in because you think maybe they're going to judge you maybe you think like it might hurt them do you know what I mean yeah. so you separate yourself from them and you isolate yourself from them and in doing so end up causing them more pain very deep yeah very deep but that's what ends up happen plays out in the movie as well as the metaphor it's representing do you know what I mean um so the mum tells the daughter to go out and play I thought it was funny that she doesn't know how to play mm. She's like, how do I do that? Like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be the best at pretending ever. And she's like, well, just have fun, you know. How do you not know how to play as a child? Like, what yeah. kind of twisted upbringing did you have? Yeah, um, I thought it was funny that even when she does play pretend, she's pretending that she's the best at something. She's pretending to be the best at tennis, and everyone was cheering. I know, I know, kids do that. Like, oh, I'm the best, and he wins the championship. Like, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, but I just thought specifically for her it was interesting that that's what she was doing because mm. she was always trying to be the best um, you're the best oh, no one's ever gonna bring it down <laughs> um, yeah well, yeah, that's right <laughs> um, so he left his 
Papers in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, please, please, please let the daughter find it. Please let the daughter find his papers in the woods. Yeah. And then um, when she was playing, when, when, actually, but even before that, when mum sent her and was like, just go out and play in the woods, I'm thinking, because Winnie the Pooh and all that are like, we'll stay in 100 Acre Woods, Robin. You go and do your job. Yeah. We'll stay behind. When in fact, he just left the toys in the woods and went to do his job. Yeah. So when her mum sent her to go play, I was like, please find the toys. Find the toys, find his papers, put two and two together, and that will explain why you're in, you can interact with Winnie the Pooh. Mm. Because you're, you've just been told to pretend and play. You found some toys and you found paperwork. So when Winnie the Pooh started talking to her, I was like, it could still make sense. She's a child. She's trying to play pretend like her mum told her to. She found her dad's papers uh, and the, te- the, the teddy looks like the drawing that he did as a kid. She's put it all together. She's realised, oh, this is my dad's toys. He was dirty. He was just in the woods. This must have been where he was, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Here's his paperwork. I've got to get the paperwork to my dad to help him. And she even says later that it wasn't the toys that convinced him because in the scene, it's like Winnie and Tigger that are like, we need to get the, the papers back to your dad. But later on, when she actually gets the papers back to her dad, she says, I had to get these papers back to you because if... She, she wanted to show that if she did it, that he wouldn't send her off to boarding Exactly. So it was her own motivations making her do it. Mm-hmm. But again, the same way... Christopher Robin tells himself things through the dolls. Mm-hmm. She was now telling herself things through the dolls. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Start wrapping up. It's right. nearly 1 a.m. Jesus. Well, it's 12.30, so let's not get carried away. Now. It's nearly 1 a.m. We All right. said a word about searching. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed it up. Yeah? Um, I'm tired. <laughs> I had work today. We're nearly done. We're nearly done. Um, so, again, little girls with Winnie the Pooh now. I thought it was very interesting that the... Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, like Tigger can bounce around and move independently and they can do all that shit. Yeah. But whenever they was at the train station or in public, she was carrying them around. Yeah. Like a little girl carrying around cuddly toys. Nothing strange about that. So I was thinking maybe she's doing that as to not um, draw attention to herself Mm -hmm. or maybe they are just cuddly toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The only time they moved around independently when someone else was present was when she was in the taxi. Mm-hmm. But again, the taxi driver was driving, so he should be focused on the road. He's not really paying attention. Moment, so again, yeah. it oh. could be the momentum of the thing, or again, she could just be playing around with them. It's from her point of view. Yeah. Um, now this is where... Um, oh, actually, I mean, even on the train, the shopping cart lady comes and she's like, oh, can I have five teas and some honey and some walnuts and shit? And... The, the woman plays along with her because it's a little girl playing yeah, with her yeah, toys, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, I was really liking it. I was like, please keep this going. Don't let them interact with anyone. Like, this is perfect. But then when she got into the taxi, I was like, oh, I was getting a bit nervous because this was the scene in the trailer where it, they're flying <laughs> around and landing on windscreens and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, they're going to they're gonna do something that proves they're real and it's they're going to smurf it and it's going to ruin my theory and then and it almost did happen because when she was in the taxi Mm -hmm. Tigger's looking at his own reflection and he's like what? I thought I was the only Tigger there's not two Tiggers and starts getting all vexed and shit and then the taxi driver looks back and he's like what? what's going on? 
And even the little girl says, oh, nothing. I, I'm just, it's just me talking to my cuddly toys. Yeah. Yeah. She could be talking. That's the truth. That was the only bit of truth said in this whole film. <laughs> um, so anyway, so when he's then driving, Tigger like gets a bit out of control mm-hmm. and the driver looks in his rear view mirror and sees Tigger talking. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him panic and that's what makes him crash the, the taxi. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm thinking, fuck, like... My, that's my theory proven wrong like yeah. he saw Tigger talking what, what what can I do now but then when he gets out of the taxi and the policeman runs up he tells the policeman to arrest the little girl and all the toys innit yeah mm-hmm. perhaps it wasn't Tigger going nuts and Tigger talking that distracted him maybe she was just playing with the toys and just being loud do you know what I mean and that was distracting to him because yeah. They even kind of hinted at it because he already turned back once and said, like, what are you on about? And she's like, no, I'm just playing with my toys. So then when he looked in the rearview mirror, maybe she was just doing something mental with the toys and it distracted him and that's what caused him to crash. Yeah. So that when he's saying to the ta- to the policeman, oh, it's her dumb toys and they were talking and that distract... It's just him explaining it wrong. He doesn't mean they were literally talking. He's just frustrated, in shock still, like, and he's trying to explain it, Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's getting looser, but... Yeah, Because yeah. then, even when they walk away, the policeman and there's some one other random dude there, and when she's walking off, one of the, the dude even says, wait, like, did that donkey just talk? Yeah. And then they all start going like, the donkey can't talk, da da da, da. Now, either, again, they never interact with anyone directly. It's never like, hello, I'm Winnie the Pooh. Oh, there's a talking doll. Well, it's not say hello. It just says hi to people. In passing. Yeah. When Robin, when Christopher Robin's holding him, mm. he never goes out on his own and buys an ice cream from a shop, for example. Do you know what okay. I mean? It's never that clear cut. It's always like the taxi driver saw the reflection <coughs> in his rearview mirror while he was driving. Do you know what I mean? It could have been anything. Like the 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 guy saw him as as he was walking off. Again, maybe the little girl was just talking to them, and he was like, maybe there is, or maybe it's just from the little girl's point of view maybe the policeman and the random guy are taking a piss out of the of the taxi driver oh yeah I just saw him talk as well maybe he is talking there but the little girl doesn't get the sarcasm yeah. and she's thinking oh look they can see them talking as well do you know what I mean maybe 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 it, it's a stretch but I'm stretch, but, but I, do you know what I'm saying it's I, still I, I, ambiguous I, yeah. enough it was never clear cut they are in the real world this is how it is um I'm going to wrap it up now uh, because we've been talking about this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when he starts to explain to his wife what's actually going down, mm. I was in the woods talking to Winnie the Pooh and, <laughs> and she was like, you know you sound crazy, right? Like, yeah. you, you're legit you, crazy. You need to quit this job. You need to quit this job. And then as she's saying that, he's like, oh, it's all true. They all land on the windscreen. Like, something happens, like the car, and then they the van, yeah. and they crap. And then she, then they, and they say, hello. Yeah. Now, she's just there shocked. Now, she could be shocked because she just heard the toy say hello. Mm-hmm. Or she could be shocked because her husband just told her a crazy story. Yeah. And now a bunch of cuddly toys have just landed on her windscreen. And her husband saying those are the same cuddly toys that he's just described. Again, you never... what This film has three phases of, um, of point of view. The first third is Christopher Robin's point of view. Mm-hmm. All the toys can move around independently and talk. The second third is the little girl's point of view. All the toys can move around independently and talk. The third one 
I think is from the mother's point of view, Hayley Atwell's point of view. Because yeah. from this moment on, the toys never walk around independently. She's carrying them or they're sitting in the car. Like yeah. they're sitting in the back. And um, even like that M shot, the family, like the little girls holding like two of them. See what I'm saying? Okay. Because the mum isn't crazy like Christopher Robin <laughs> and isn't and isn't pretending like the little girl. She's going along with it for them. For the little girl for the sake of playing and for the sake of not making Christopher Robin's mind completely snap. She's like like when the when the toys crash on the windscreen, it then cuts and they're all in the back with seatbelts on, but they're in the back seat. Yeah. And he's and she's like, like Christopher, you're talking to a talking donkey. <laughs> and he's like, his name's Eeyore. And she looks back and Eeyore says hello. And she says hello back. Now you could say she heard him say hello, or like I said, she's just playing along like, okay, <laughs> hello Eeyore, the talking donkey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, from that point on, they don't move independently. She carries them into the office. She carries them out on the street. She's holding them and she's interacting with them, but it could just be her playing along. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm nearly done. Um, you actually went hungry. I told you, bro. I told you. Um, if, I look, I, if I do it this much, I wouldn't have been like, procrastinated so much. I know, it. that's why. But you didn't know. And I, I, just, I didn't. I did. I just didn't know it was this much. All right. I'm nearly done. So, at the end, I thought it was... I didn't get his plan, how it made sense to give everyone free holiday, give everyone paid holiday, because so, they and, and make their product cheaper, because then more people would be buying luggages. Yeah. But surely... If you have one employee uh-huh. and you give them a paid holiday, yeah. A, they're only going to buy one suitcase off you. Yeah. And surely that suitcase is cheaper than the amount you'll be paying them for their time off. Yes. So they'll you you're, so you're you're losing more money. No, but I think because like that I don't company, I didn't get how it made sense. Because that company was like a trendsetter. Because obviously that was just one. One department Maybe, of that yeah. company. Okay. So if that company started doing that in all their departments, then other people are like, oh my gosh, this guy's creating some, this innovative idea yeah. of paying their people holiday. It keeps their staff happy. Let's all start doing that. Then obviously they're like the, one of the main suitcase companies. They didn't benefit. Yeah. I guess what, I get why you mean you wouldn't miss because it doesn't, in logically, it, yeah, doesn't I don't sound, get it. it doesn't sound right. No, nah, but, but I don't get it. But anyway, um, so I thought it was funny that he comes back with a plan his boss gets his comeuppance uh, and then as they're walking out Eeyore screw faces him yeah. I thought that was hilarious and then the boss is like "Did that? Is that donkey staring at me Yeah. now again the donkey could have actually screw faced him or the style of the donkey the cuddly toy is made yeah, to look yeah. like yeah, it's, looking, it's at looking at you so again that could uh, it sounds ambiguous to me um and then at the end, you see Christopher Robin with his family, his wife and his daughter at the park, Winnie the Pooh, and everyone's chatting and they're all doing their thing. Could just be them at the park playing pretend, which is what Monday. which is Sorry. what the wife wanted from him. Wanted he, and he wanted to spend more time with his family. Yeah. And now he is. They're playing pretend. The toys aren't really alive. <laughs> they're playing pretend in the park together. Okay. Now, I thought the whole film uh, and that ending was a metaphor explaining 
once you do let your loved ones in, once you do let them see your problems and your issues, they can help you with it. They can help you with it, yeah? And then you will all be happy together. They won't judge you. They will embrace it with you mm-hmm. and maybe even help you resolve the problems and move forward together, mm-hmm. yeah? And you'll all be happy. That's what that final scene represented for me. Um, so I thought, this is my conclusion now, I'm wrapping up. Okay. I thought um, it basically made me as the audience go through the process Christopher Robin went Um, he was cynical he didn't believe in all that imagination and he was like everything needs a reasonable explanation yeah and watching this film like I've given you a bunch of reasonable explanations as to how this could all just be in your mind and it could be imaginary and it's too ambiguous Um, you you, you could have reasonable explanation you could be sceptical about what people really saw and it might not be real but that is the point of the movie. That's an adult's way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You're not using your imagination. You're not, it's more fun to believe they are real and that they are interacting with people and people are seeing a talking teddy. Like that's more fun. That's more magical. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And throughout the process of this movie, whereas at first I was like, I hope they never interact with the real world. Like they're not real. This is all in his head. By the end of the movie, I was like, do you know what? they are real mm-hmm. it's more fun to believe they are real it's it's more magical do you know what I mean like yeah. it, and that's the point of the movie is Christopher Robin gaining his imagination and his childhood wonder back and suspension of disbelief and I went through that same process watching this movie and by the end I was like fuck it they're real <laughs> do you know what I mean after everything I went through I was like they could be real why not yeah. magic exists the honey brought him back to life the door appeared like magic in a tree and they're in the real world this is real um, so I thought it was just really I just thought it was amazing that it, it could work on so many levels yeah um, you could take it either way you could argue for both real and imaginary um, I thought it rode the line beautifully in between left it ambiguous um, but then at the same time it didn't like at times it seemed to prove one way or the other with like the whole thing in the in the forest yeah with the deep hole but then he wakes up in the shallow puddle makes you think, well, then clearly it's all in his mind. But then the thing with the taxi driver and other stuff makes you think, well, then maybe it is real. But that's the whole point of it. You're not meant to know. It's magic. It's wonder. Do you know what I mean? Um, Crazy, crazy. Yeah, you're allowed to make up your own choice. And in doing so, like, I would like, anyone that hasn't seen this, A, you've just, I've spoiled everything. But B, if you have seen it, watch it again and play the game that I played with the movie. And, and see, see if it doesn't add to your enjoyment and see if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, and then by the end, decide what you think. Are they real? Are they not real? And I think your answer will reveal what type of person you are. Okay. If you think, not nah, they're not real. Like, yeah, that's too ambiguous. Da, 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 then maybe you're too cynical. Maybe you're too, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you just straight up accept, are they real? Magic exists. This is real. This is what's happening. Maybe you're a more imaginative, open to crazy ideas type of person. Cool, cool. Well, thank you for that. Like, sorry, breakdown. it was it was very interesting. But went on for um, way too long. Went on for a very long time. Mm. But we're gonna quickly now touch upon searching and then call it a day. Mm. Alright, so we are back. We're back. Gonna do. Uh, We've uh, both done shits <laughs> during the process of this episode. <gasps> <laughs> 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 Um, Should have took your opportunity when the episode failed earlier, like I did. 
Sorry, don't you think these posters are sick when you lay them on? Yeah, that's good. You should take, you should take a picture. I'm going to take a picture. Yeah, put it under Facebook and Instagram. Mm. So I've collected all the Infinity War posters that they were giving away at the at the um, cinema. And when you put them together, it makes that one long banner. You've got Thanos in the middle and then just all the other Avengers surrounding them. I never noticed that they were facing opposite directions as well, so that they're like surrounding him. Yeah. And you put them on either side. That's kind of sick, isn't it? That's pretty cool. And then the Ant-Man and the Wasp, the two posters... Separately, separately, kind of, but kind of still have that same silhouette shadow kind of look. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna take a picture, I'll put it up. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Mm. Um, anyway, so we got to see an advanced screening, yeah, of a movie called Searching that doesn't come out for a couple of days. Mm. Um, I really went to see this one, well, not really went to, but I'm a, I'm a fan of, um, I think it's John Cho. Yeah. Uh, he plays Harold from Harold and yes. Kumar, <laughs> and he also plays Sulu in the new Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, So, again, I've seen him on quite a few stuff. Yeah. Like, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fan yeah. of this guy as an actor, innit? And um, the the trailer this was okay, innit? Yeah. Um, but this movie was much better than I ever gave it any credit for. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving this a whole chicken. Oh, really? And yeah, I'm giving this a whole chicken, man. Okay. Like, I'll, it made me emotional at the beginning. Yeah. And it made me emotional at the end. Initially, I wasn't going to give it a free piece, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go for. Purely because of it, it had a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. I think if it hadn't given it, got, again, I'm still giving it what well, I'm giving it, but if it hadn't had got that happy ending, yeah, it would have been a certified old chicken. Yeah. Certified. Oh, boy. But I just think that because of, like, again, I'm, I am I always said this year is about me broadening the horizon, is Remember... Spoilers, yeah? Well, no spoilers just yet. Yeah, we won't do spoilers in no. the week. No. Oh, okay, I thought you were about to say something. Yeah, I, I want for like broaden my horizon, yeah? Yeah. But I like the fact that this was all like done on like a computer screen. Like it was, everyone, yeah. he was Googling stuff, he was YouTubing stuff. Mm. He was like, we saw images of his laptop and his it, desktop. It, it definitely and was an interesting style choice. And I, I do think maybe, maybe the, f- I, maybe not so much like the film couldn't be made any other way yeah but I do think this was probably the best way of making this film yeah do you know what I mean like I've, I've seen uh, the first Unfriended and I wasn't really a fan of it yeah, all taking it. place on the one screen but then in saying that this was done better because like it was more cinematic it would zoom in on parts of the screen that were important it would like play, be playing music over the background and it was still very cinematic whereas Unfriended if I remember correctly, all takes place in real time. Yeah. So there's no time skip. There's no couple days past that. And okay. This takes place over like a week or so. Yeah. Like with, with Unfriended, it's literally, you see the guy's um, webcam at all times throughout yeah. the film. So it's in real time. Do you know what I mean? So there, I don't know. That scene, that film didn't sell me on that style how this film did. This film really sold me. Like you said, the way he had to search things or to gain access to certain and, and, accounts. And the thing is, yeah, because like it was a lot of social media, mm. I could relate to a lot of things that was happening in the movie. Yeah. And like, I think this is a good watch for parents, not that I'm a parent, mm. but I think, again, it's a good watch for someone that's like, got parents, uh, not got parents, got kids. Yeah. Because it'll be like, I think it will shit parents up though. It would do, but I still think it's a good watch. I'm not even going to lie. 
today earlier when we were talking about the fact that my brother hasn't been home in a couple of days and his car's still <laughs> here. Yeah. I was kind of worrying. I was like, searching? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, okay, let me, let me check in on my brother. Yeah. Sure my brother's okay. Yeah. Nah, de- like, de- nah definitely. Um, this is this is one that's like under the radar. Because mm. um, it's not really been advertised well. I've not seen a lot of people nah. talking about it. Mm. Um, Again, I only saw... Because again, this is an early screening. I only saw that there because I was booking um, other stuff. Yardy that you told oh, me. And while I was on the website booking it, I then thought, Do you know what? Let me check my website. Uh, let me check my emails because I realised they only e- emails every Friday. Yeah. So check it every weekend. I checked it, and that's when we got. Oh, we're gonna see. Have we said all the list of things? King of Thieves. King of Thieves. Yeah. I booked that, and then I saw this, and, and I, I, I told you all about it. So I wouldn't have even have seen it. Mm. If I weren't looking for Yardy, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd I'd seen certain trailers. Like my my sister just made me remember today. Um, she she's the one that showed me the trailer for this. Mm. Um, and she wanted to see Unfriended as well, the new one. I kind of still want to see it just to compare, to see like the same concept mm. but done in two different genres. You got a yeah. horror, and then you got like this is more a thriller. Yeah. Um, but I think the thriller lends itself a lot more to this style than horror does because. Like you're not gonna scare me on a laptop screen. I didn't get scared of that maze where the face jumps out of you, which mm. makes an appearance in this film. Was it again? The maze that you go through and then the face jumps out of you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I said that never scared me. I said you can't scare me on a laptop screen. Like it's scared not happening. That, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I thought it was really good. I thought there was like it really was a crime drama, like a thriller. Like there were twists. There were times when you were certain you knew who it was. You knew what time it was. The twist was like, perfect. And then as, as as slowly as you developed your own answer in your head, like, it must be this, just as quickly, they would cut out from under you and be like, nope, we checked that and this is here and that's there and so it can't possibly be that. There's video footage of him in a certain place. It can't be him. And so you're like, all right, fuck, back to square one. Like, now what? Do you know what I mean? And he was a detective, bruv. Mm. He was fucking Batman, oh, Sherlock, like, L. Just, they say like, don't mess with a woman scorned. Yeah. Don't mess with a father on the internet, bruv. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's just, it's just, it's just mad, like, the power, like, um, uh, what do you call it? A, a fa- like, how much a father Unlimited go, power! Uh, how much a father would go for their daughter, innit? Like, oh, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? He went ham. 100%. And there were so many times, this isn't really spoilery to say, but there were so many times where he could have given up and accepted defeat, not not defeat, but accepted the answer he was presented with at the time. Mm. Like, as far as he was concerned, that's it. Like, yeah. my job's done. What more can I do? This is what's happened. But he didn't give up and went deeper, and then more shit started coming up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was really good. It was really good. Uh, we're gonna go more into this one when it comes out. Yeah, because. Uh, I, like I said, I really loved it. I really I'd like to give a spoiler review um, of this as well. Definitely check it out. Um, yeah, we've gone mad deep into Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, that's right. I was proud of my work, man. Yeah, no, no, again, because yeah. like, this will be, like I said to people... Blurds are us exclusive. If you hear this theory anywhere else, yeah. no, it came from here first. Because obviously, like, you know that 
every other person's view has a different view. Yeah. Some people might spend ten minutes on a movie. Yeah. Other like, people might spend hours on a movie. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's always good to hear because you know most people do like the action movies and they spend time. But this is one that we've you know taken some time over, broken it down. What do you think then? Have I convinced you that they're not real? Or do you still think they're real? Oh. All right, not have I convinced you, but in a court of law, yeah. you can only say guilty oh, if no. there's not a reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah. Have I given you enough oh, reasonable yeah, there's, doubt? There's more than enough reasonable so that, doubt for me to not yeah? say that the animals, uh, okay. the are real, yeah, fully. All right, all right. Um, but what would you say if you had to pick? Oh, I don't know. Do you think they're real or do you think it's just I, all in his head? I don't know, because I don't know. Mm. I think... It, I think they might be real toys, but the animation and that is in his head. Right? Yeah. If, I was, if I was to say anything like that. Yeah, that's what um, I think. I think the toys are really there. They're real cuddly toys. But when he interacts with them, it's because he's crazy. When the yeah. daughter interacts with them, it's because she's a girl playing. And when the wife interacts with them, it's because she's playing along with the two fucking idiot family members. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. It's been a lovely three hours with you guys. Yeah, I've had Hope fun. you have enjoyed this episode. I hope I didn't put you to sleep. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, just enjoy. enjoy. Um, we'll be with you guys in a couple of days. We're going to be reviewing the spy. I'll be week. there for you. Because <laughs> you're there for me too. The spy <laughs> dude dumped me. Um, happy, time, happy Time Murders. Yep. And this unscreened. Ooh. I'm hoping it's Predator. I hope it's Predator. I really hope it's Predator. You've put that in my head now. So if it's, it's not Predator, I'm going to walk out. Like, like three weeks early. Mm, that would be, be nice. so sweet. I wouldn't mind Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Would be a nice one. It could um, be Night School, I don't really know. If it's Night School, I'll watch it, but I won't be I'll watch it. I mean, speaking to, again, I, th- I think no matter what it is, I think we should stay and watch it. Yeah. No matter what, even if it's something we wouldn't usually go, that's the point of these unseen okay. screens. The only we need to thing. vow now. <laughs> no, we need to vow now no matter what it is. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I could get you that way. <laughs> I, I saw you were trying to do that. Yeah. So if it turns out to be a nun, I'm walking oh, away. No. If it turns out to be a nun, yeah, I'll stay as long as I possibly can, but if it gets too much for me, Just I'll put your coat it. over your head yeah, again. That's the waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going to say it's a waste of money. I was going to say you didn't pay, but... No, exactly. All right, waste your time. Okay, fair news. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, um, no, um, um, that's what day is that? Tuesday, All right, we'll say then, no matter what, unless it what unless it's a horror or just a nun unless it's just a nun okay. if it's another horror if it's like unfriended if it's unfriended which is already out anyway I'll, I'll oh yeah, it won't be that then it won't be that it said it's definitely a, an, an early screening yeah so but if it's if it's another horror mm. I don't know if there is any other horror I'll sit through it as hard as I, I, I can stomach you mm. know what I mean mm. but if it's the nun the fact that the YouTube trailer not taken down yeah for being too scary for being too scary yeah, which means crazy. which means that must be a separate trailer to the one that gets showed in cinema because the the trailer that gets shown in cinema isn't that bad. No. Like, I can watch that fine. Yeah. So if the YouTube one is is worse, then, yeah. Boy, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard YouTube taking that one. Uh, can we do a trailer. live, before we go, can we do a live trailer reaction of that trailer? What, the normal trailer? The scary one. What, the one that's been taken down? Yeah, can we find it? No. Ah, oh, has it been taken down? It's been taken down. It's been yeah, taken but down. we'll go on live leak. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, serious. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mm. don't be the show. Big T, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Bye bye now.